Phil's, Phil's playing with the buttons again. Bad boy. It's not allowed. We're back. I'm back in the saddle again. I'm back. Call me Zico Easy. Sorry about that. I'm late and I'm a week, a week and a half late for my own job. Something like that. I did say I would be around and I would still be able to keep streaming, but I, I really, um, I guess, uh, overestimated or missed. I don't know. I, I could have, maybe, but it wouldn't have been, it would have been exhausting. It wouldn't have been very good. And um, I, I just wouldn't have been able to focus enough on it to, to make it any good. And it would have just been sitting down to, for the sake of it, to try and make money, which is dumb. And, you know, because um, you're in court all day, as, as we've been since last week. Um, if you're, you know, if you've been following along with the, the Chronicles of Narnia, where we live in Canada, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Morgan and I were in court all week since Wednesday until uh, yesterday on uh, not even on trial. Not yet. Uh, we're still we're still bashing through that. There's a lot of a lot of uh, preliminary things that have to happen. It's a lot quite a it's actually a very valuable learning experience. I found um, I don't feel like this is probably going to be the last time this is relevant either for me or other people, friends, coworkers, whatever, what have you. Um, but it's been very eye opening and, and uh, it's actually been kind of worth it in, in a lot of ways to just watch these elite level um, legal professionals tear apart these these arguments and, and how to how to navigate these things and how to deal with them. And it's, it's certainly come in handy, um, no less than what can be found in, in what's developed in Alberta last week. Is it, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, what day is it today? Friday. Right. So Friday. When was this Tuesday? Monday? I think I don't know. <clears throat> not much could be said, but it's over and done now. And of course, um, I guess that's the first thing I'll, I'll get to. We'll start off on a high note and then we'll just keep doing that all night until we beat our enemies into submission because that's what, I mean, they, they have to go. I mean, we can't, we can't <laughs> tolerate them. Um, in, in connecting uh, Chris Lysak with a good lawyer and uh, providing the amount of money that's needed. And we still have to pay a, f- a substantial amount to, to settle up that bill, but it was money well spent because uh, he succeeded and got him, got him released on, uh, on a, what is essentially a parking ticket. And uh, in one fell swoop, uh, erased the McCoots narrative, the, the conspiracy to murder this and that. It was all made up, as we said since the beginning. There's no evidence of this. There's no truth to any of this. This is just the government and the police and the media making things up. And, you know, to be fair to the normies, um, it, was, it was a full court press. Everywhere you looked, this was the information you sent. So, I mean, it's easy for us to take it personally, and it's easy for us to be angry about it and bitter about it, and, and we are, and we deserve to be. But at the same time, you have to recognize where these people are coming from, and you're in a place where you look at the police are saying the same thing, the government's saying the same thing, all of the media everywhere are saying the same thing, and the and every every, every uh, outlet or mouthpiece of authority was, was parroting this story. All of them, which is why you see none of them post any retractions. There's been no apologies, there's been no updates, there's been nothing – 
There was just two years of solid gaslighting from the mainstream media and their alternative media, sycophantic, uh, you know, bottom feeding dumpster trash friends like Rachel Gilmore. Uh, there, there will be no restitution or any kind of any bridges built there. Uh, they'll never come. What are they going to do? Come and admit what they've done? No, they're not going to do that. But if you're one of these people that doesn't know anything and you're on the outside looking in, um, can you really blame them for getting these kinds of getting these kinds of um, ideas in their head? And it's it's hard to imagine. And I understand it's hard to accept uh, when you're not here with us at the center of, let's face it, the actual resistance in Canada. Lots of people will say that they are, but it's 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 here. It's us. And um this is this is where it is. This is this is the group, and this is the people fighting. You know, uh, in court battles all over the country, fighting the government all over the country, in numerous provinces, in court, out of court. Uh, the media, it's it, it's crazy. It's it's lunatic land over here. Um, so from our from our perspective, it's all very obvious, but uh, from the outside, it isn't. And now these people have to grapple with this, uh, the fact that, I mean, I'm going to beat, as I said, every single charge that's been levied against me. All of them, I think it's 23 or 24. I'm going to defeat every single one of them. Uh, there's a handful remaining. I have uh, charges still outstanding, uh, two sets in Nova Scotia. Both cases are, <laughs> I'm not remotely concerned. In fact, it's, uh, I'm just kind of waiting. I mean, you can beat a horse into a paste or a soup or, or some kind of fine powder. I guess that's what they're trying to do. Um, but, uh, the outcome is going to be the same as it was in all the others. Um, because they were law, they were wrong and they, and they, they made shit up and they probably assumed what are these, what are these redneck idiot? What are these losers going to do? What are they going to do? It's just a couple of guys on the internet. What are they going to do? Are they going to get, uh, you know, millions of dollars and, and price out these, you know, elite, uh, gangland level lawyers who are used to defending like cartel members and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. They will. Yeah. And they did. And you lost. And uh, they, they did a sloppy job. I don't think a lot of people really anticipated. I mean, they didn't uh, cross their I's and dot their T's <laughs> or do any of that uh, real police work. They copy and pasted bullshit from the anti-hate network, which has now been thoroughly discredited numerous times in court, out of court. Um, half a dozen police officers, senior officers, staff sergeants, inspective detectors. Yeah, it's not a credible network. It's misinformation. It's nonsense. It's not based in reality. This is the elite, you know, the senior levels of policing admitting this on the stand, under oath, all in courtrooms all across the country, which is why Bernie Farber resigned, said he had to go spend time with his family. That's code for cry into a pillow at night and, uh, you know, leave the rest of it uh, to flounder and die as it deserves. It has no credibility. No one listens to them. They have no weight anymore. Uh, they've been defeated and destroyed, just like I said they would be. Um, you know, they could have taken my word for it at the beginning, years ago. They could have uh, spoken to me like a human being. They could have shown me any level of respect as a person, and we could have engaged in some kind of honest dialogue to get to the bottom of whatever they thought this problem was. But instead, they decided to smear me and smear you and attack people and dox people and encourage violence and encourage murder attempts and so on. So I have absolutely no mercy, no sympathy whatsoever. Um, I'm, I'm glad, and, and they probably won't get any more government funding. They'll probably, maybe they'll have to get made. I don't know. I don't care. They don't matter anymore. They're on the bottom of the pile of skulls underneath Philip's throne, like with Rachel's career and, and so many others, so many others stacking up more and more every day. And um, I just, uh, I would like to take, uh, before I get off track or before I f uh, forget or before I uh, don't mention it or I eat a massive 200 milligram edible and, and start, you know, demanding that the, the moon uh, acquiesce to my demands and so forth, um, I, I really, really, really want to impart as much as I can um, how much, how, how important the significance of what has happened 
not just over the past couple of years, but over the past week and, and everything in between. This is, the, this, is the, this is what teamwork builds. This is the point. This is why you have a community. This is why you have a network. This is why you stick together. Because to make any of these things happen required many, many hands and an effort from people all over the country in the thousands, whether it was uh, organizing or you know buying and selling, trading, doing fundraisers. People were making music. They were selling items, quilts, shirts, clothes, all kinds of different things were being done, contacting other influencers and broadcasters from around not just Canada but around the world and getting the message out and getting the story out you've got people you know Viva Fry stuck his neck out for us and so did Kareem Asad and you've got people like Gordon McGill who in the United States with his uh, connections and then he's on Tucker Carlson break so this was all all of you guys contributed to this and you proved that yeah the government can come after you they'll fight you they'll they'll try and bury you they'll make shit up They'll stack charges. They'll run hit pieces in the media. They'll do all kinds of things. But in the end, if you stick together and you don't blink, you can win. And it's ugly and it's dirty and it's messy. And ideally, um, had we not been, you know, shooed off by the Real Housewives of Alberta uh, way back when, they didn't need our help. They didn't want our help. They were busy stealing. They were busy grifting over there. So unfortunately, we didn't get this done sooner. It took it took Mr. Lysak to call me himself from prison in a in a what didn't sound like a very good situation for us to fire up the beacons and get it done. And we did get it done. We got the lawyer. We got the money. He got to work. He did the job. He got him out. And right now, uh, Chris is at home with his girls. And a lot of people didn't think that was ever going to happen. So the alternative would have been. Maybe life in prison. If these guys don't show up, if we don't get these lawyers, they don't go in there. I mean, they're still in there. They're going to go to trial. Are they going to lose? Maybe, probably. But because of the belief in the outcome of good possibilities by, by all of us working together to make that happen, it did happen. It was made to happen because of all of you. That's the strength that we have. Like, that's a, that's a crazy amount of money in a very short period of time. Some people seem to think we can be bought off for as little as $1,000. I find that insulting. I'll probably talk more about that later. But um, I'm not sure. I'm sure he may want to say something when he gets a chance. I mean, leave the guy alone. He's just been out of jail. He's been in jail for two years for something he didn't do. But he may want to say something at some stage and, um, you know, he, he's welcome to any time. I hate when my phone, my phone always like lights up and does things. When I'm like, what? It, it, I, it's always, a probably always a disaster. Like who's dead? What happened now? Someone's back in jail. <laughs> no, not today. Um, but uh, I can certainly pass on. On behalf of uh, himself and myself and everyone else, uh, thank you guys so much for everything that you did and for not giving up. A lot of people did give up, and a lot of people didn't give us a chance. A lot of people lied. A lot of people dismissed and just bought things at face value, and now now they have to eat shit, and they will every day for the rest of their lives because you, you picked wrong. You picked the wrong team. You backed the wrong horse. You can do that again? Probably because you're stupid. Stupid people do make stupid decisions, and they'll, they'll keep making stupid decisions. Um, it should be starting to clear up who's reliable and who isn't. Who's been telling the truth all this time? 
from in jail, from out of jail. Who's who's withstood the endless amount of gaslighting, media hit pieces, smear, intimidation tactics by the police, by these communist lobby groups like Anti Hate and its and its you know affiliated pedophiles of Canada Network or whatever it's called. Years of that, you had to endure all of that and put up with that and not blink. And where are they now? Not saying much. I really especially liked uh, Nathan Smith's... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, paraphrase the sentiment of what he said. I don't remember his exact words, but I laughed, and it was late at night, and I was probably stoned, but it was, it was very funny. <laughs> and it was basically quoting the RCMP about, you know, re- re- regarding coots. Oh, when we said... Listen, when we said evil militia take over, you know, armed, you know, agile, steel resolve, you know, imminent danger, you know, emergency war measures act. What we really, what we meant to say was uh, minor uh, parking ticket offenses. So. Like Canada has to reconcile that now. They have to, they have to sit and stew in the fact that we were right and we were telling the truth the whole time and that all these lies they swallowed uh, were, were just that. Because conspiracy to commit murder is the second most serious. I think, I think only murder is a, is, a, is a more, carries a heavier implication in the justice system or a heavy, heavier burden of you know, punishment, responsibility, and so on. Uh, we went from that to what would have been in a sane world a, a few hundred dollars of a fine and a suspension of a firearms license for maybe a year or six months or something. So, you know, pretty pretty far apart. Pretty crazy. So what's next, Canada? Are we going to, oh, well, you didn't, you failure to stop at a complete, failure to come to a complete stop at the stop sign. So that's, that's going to be five years in Kingston Penitentiary, okay? Oh, they're not being politically, pers- and, and this was the whole, that was another, uh, Source of ammunition. He's against us. Oh, my coots and my police. Yeah, that was not, none of that was real. None of that was real. Is this on? Why is my inbox not filling up with apologies? All right. It takes, it takes, a, it takes a level of honor and integrity to admit when you're wrong, and they can't, they can't do that. They'll never do that. Oh, well, we'll just keep burying them. And, of course, you know, I mean, they call themselves rebel news, but, like, they're the biggest bootlickers of the establishment that there is. So I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess it's a joke. Maybe it's insulting you, the viewer. Maybe it's supposed to be some kind of tongue in cheek. Look at these dumb suckers willing me to give, willing to give me money for things that I never spend it on. Investigative journalists are looking into that. Um, many other people are looking into that. And I suspect we're going to get an answer this year as to where does the money go to the save the fill in the blank dot com rebel news slush fund because as you'll know they'll took they took a lot of money for the coots guys and they didn't give them any of the money then created some ridiculous excuse tried to blame me referred to imaginary secret documents that do not exist implicating me in proving the state's whole case that all just went out the window too ezra so where when are we going to get to see this, these these docu- where are they in here somewhere like can you send them like what are what are we talking about here you wouldn't just be making things up again you wouldn't be making things up and slandering a near 15 year Canadian forces veteran with a spotless record 
Would you be doing that? Ezra, dual citizen, Ezra Levant. It's funny with guys like that because they'll always put, and you, if you push them on it, gun to their head, Israel first, always. They're not here for you. They're here to use you for the state of Israel. That's who they really belong to, and that's who they really fight for. And that's one of the many enormous differences between me and, and someone like Ezra. Is uh, I, would, I would never pretend to be part of a tribe of another people to just milk them and bilk them to then you know support support my real cause i can sit here with um you know both my eyes open hand over my heart and say canada comes first my family comes first my family my friends my community in that order that's canada I'm not going to compromise that. I'm not going to take money. I'm not. And we prove that every day by our actions. I don't get any grant money. <laughs> I'm not getting any media bailouts from the government. I can't even get, I mean, most guys, you're getting five or 10,000 downloads a month on Spotify. You can get a sponsorship deal. I'm, I'm pulling 45, 50 K. Nothing. You know, we're, we're entirely self-made and independent over here. We have no no chains to anybody. So that means we can shoot at anybody. And they really don't like that. That's okay. You don't have to like it. Um, and that's something else you, you'll discover if you do end up in the system, which I highly recommend you avoid at all costs. It's extremely draining mentally, financially. It's just, it's just it, that's the punishment. It, whether you get convicted or not doesn't matter. Just subjecting you to this horse shit is, is really the kind of the punishment. But I'm making the most of it. And I'm learning from it as much as I can. And I'm learning a lot of things. And it's uh, really great. And I really, I really wish people, I think they should, anybody that's following along, especially for the legal angle of what's been happening, you really should take a close look at what's developing in the trial, in the, in the case in Nova Scotia. Uh, Quebec, too. Uh, yeah, really, any of them. They're all, um, there's a common theme and thread throughout that you'll see. Maybe we'll be talking about that with some lawyers in the, in the near future, how we're going to approach that. But uh, as I said... I, don't, I mean, Canada's a mess. What does it even mean anymore? I don't know. I, I don't even think it's a country. I mean, it really is just an econ- a broken economic zone where different factions and tribes of people are gathered around pretending we're, we're this, but we're not. We're not in a country. We're not a nation. We're not, a, we're not anything. It, like, it's a broken, it's basically a strip mall. You got a... You know, a falafel shop over there. You've got some Indian food over there. You've got Canadian Tire over there. You've got Subway over there. And everybody in Subway, it's an Indonesian family, actually. And over there's Walmart. They're all Mexican. And, you know, and it's just everybody's just here to make money and take advantage and and get what's theirs and, and you know, get what they can before the the ship goes down. It's pretty sad. It's pretty pathetic. Um, But... That's not our problem. <laughs> I'm more, you know, like I said, your family, your friends, your community. And that's, that's what we have here. We're not tied to any of this. I'm more concerned with, uh, with all of you guys and how we are going to collectively um, just carry on the next decade and the decade after that uh, because they're going to keep getting harder and, and more and more difficult. And um, you need to know who you can trust, I guess. 
And uh, that's been a blessing over the last few years. Is that's that's really been ironed out. That's really been made really clear through this through the uh, degree the the intensity of the pressure. The the PSI levels very high over the last few years, and really forced people to kind of squirt out one way or another which way they were going to go. If you squeeze tight enough, they'll uh, which way they're going to go. They're going to bend. They're going to break. They're going to jump ship. They're going to backstab. They're going to do, and you'll find out. And you've seen all the people that are willing to lie. You've seen all the people that are that are willing to sacrifice and endure pain and punishment and suffering to tell the truth. And you've seen all the other people waffle in between, stick their finger up and test the weather and see which way, you know, victory is going to land on. Looks, who do you think is going to win? And then join that team at the last minute. You've seen a lot of that, too. <clears throat> but it's good because as we go into, you know, the next phase, we don't have to waste time anymore with people that we know are, are liars. And a lot of them, I mean, it's not exclusively the case. It doesn't absolutely mean this will always be the case. But if you're a public figure or anyone in a position of authority or you know a lot of influence and so on, and uh, you, you, know, you go through the records and they have more than one passport and it's you know not the one of the country that you're in and all pretending to be on the team of, that may be someone you need to walk or run away from. Because I live here, and my family lives here, and my friends live here, so we're going to fight for here, and and these people want to pretend that they're with us? Well, what do you need that for? Where are you going? You planning on leaving us? We burned the boats. You can burn that passport. Oh, you don't want to do that? Well, I guess, uh, I guess in that case, you can just fucking go back. Because we don't need any fucking fence sitters in here anymore. Lost my windows there for a minute. Dagleam, sir. How are you? Says toward your milkshake snorkel. I might. Do I need a snorkel? I might. The way things are going. So you may swim in the abundance of milkshakes. Thank you, sir. Scarecrow says I see the diagonals have been replaced with uprights. I don't know what that yeah, lines. Did you think we wouldn't notice that you're now shilling for Verticulon? That's an original Diagonal joke right there. Who's doing the upright? You shouldn't be doing that. That's not proper. That's charges. That's weekends. You're working weekends. You're duty driver now. You don't want that. Uh, uh, why is it there twice? He says, I've heard rumors of holy wars. Was there a resolution I was not aware of? Alternate take? <laughs> no. No, not really. Uh, I can get probably get into that. I had some... Um, very relevant, very true, totally unimpeachable criticisms of Maxime Bernier. And the PPC and some of their cult members, you know, they're not really 
people so much as they are just or 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 or, and that's their team. Um, they really didn't like that, so they went into you know a mental breakdown because they're very mentally fragile, and that's really all it took. Um, so they're under the impression that that's what's going on, but yeah, you can't even just make some criticism. I just don't like him. I don't think he's. A, I think he's a weak guy, and um, they've been made a lot of very weak decisions, calls, and uh, bad decision making, and a lot of disrespect towards uh, my friends and I actually. And I'm not having it anymore. Um, if anything, they need us. We don't need them. I've explained. Uh, I had a little Twitter space today. You can go back and listen to that. I think I recorded. I think it's saved there. Well, I explained a lot of this uh, in detail. Or, or some detail. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go through it a little bit more. Um, I'm going to read some more of these first, and then I'll <laughs> I blow up your headphones. Uh, Hillbilly's headphones. I, I'm sorry, it's Philip. I'll go into it a little bit, uh, maybe more later. But uh, yeah, not, not pumped, not impressed. And uh, that's it. I, I'm not, I can only be insulted so many times, and nobody's going to get a free pass just because you're, you know, I don't care who you are. You don't get to you don't get to do this to to me and my friend. Who the fuck are you? Who the who the fuck do you think you are? I don't think so, sir. Were you fighting in the war? No, that was me. I don't care. I don't respect you. You're a fucking bureaucrat. You're a career politician. Who the fuck are you? Shut up. Zanel says this uh, this one is for the lawyer's coke habit. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Phil. What did you do? I don't. Th- I. I specifically. I kept them apart. I made sure he and the lawyers didn't. Uh, they never. They didn't get anywhere near each other. That's. That's just. I can't make that. If I. If I put those ingredients together, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out of that. Nothing good. Hellbillies. Yeah, he's, I'm sorry about the headphones, man. <laughs> Little foot says, "Who keeps approving your leave passes?" Well, I. I quit the army, so I mean, I'm free forever now. That's civilians can't even can't even fathom. <laughs> You have to ask permission to go home in the army. Hey, is it okay if I go home for a couple days? And they're like, you need their permission. Like, daddy will let you leave. And then it's like, you have to be back at a certain time. You have to tell them where you're going to be, what the phone number is, the post, all of this stuff. You basically have to wear an ankle bracelet if they even let you go anywhere. (laughs) Full draw says, hey, oh, hey, good evening. Just hanging with the sheriff. He says, cheers, bigots. Hey, what's up, Gary? You guys are hanging out. That's good to see. Brooker T, how are you, man? He says, inked a deal with a new client today, taking money from normies and sending it to the bigot economy. Cheers. There you go. See? This is what we do. We grift the normies. We steal from them, and we practice extreme in-group preference. It's what the Jews do. It's what Indians do. And, you know, they're succeeding at it. So that's what we'll do. Dag preference only. Steal from everyone else. Give to your... Do it! Commit crimes! I'm kidding. Oh. CRJ uh, CRJ says, most countries don't even have conspiracy laws. Even Russia doesn't persecute for the allegation of thinking of doing a crime because you can't prove a thought. It's Canada has some of the worst... I mean, some of the the laws we have are absolute... I mean, we have thought crime laws in Canada. We have all kinds of things. And something that... Just on the on the side, I don't know what I can say or not say about what's happening in these courtrooms. Um, so I'm just on the side of sensibility. I'm just going to say very little and, and let them do. I mean, it's going quite well. I'll say that it's going amazing. Hard to understand how it could keep going any better. I'm not exaggerating. You can ask. There's several people in the community that have been attending almost every day, and they can tell you all about it because it's public open court, and they were there, and they witnessed it. 
Scotian lady likes to talk, and she was there. Ask her. She can tell you all about it. You guys will both get, you know, you'll both have a great time. It's crazy. But um, one of the themes that I've seen develop over across, across provinces and time zones and seeming to, is that in, a, in what is supposed to be a court of law and finding, you know, criminal, a finding of criminal guilt or no guilt, a lot of the conversation is revolving around how people feel about things, their feelings and how they feel and who feels what they feel and how did that make you feel and who's feeling. But you can't legislate feelings and, you know, it, it, it's a court of law and not a court of feelings. It says right up there, you know, courthouse, you know, for courts, not feelings house. This isn't Big Bird's Sesame Street Academy of Harvey Weinstein diddle your kid, your children club like happens on Mossad Island or any number of one of these uh, Hollywood, uh, you know, super prosigners production companies. It's a courthouse, a criminal court of law. Um, so you should be finding that instead of who feels what. It feels like a lot of waste of time. Um, but, hey, uh, Sun Tzu has a reputation of being a guy who knew knew some things. One of the things he said is to just don't interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. Just let them let them make the mistake. So I don't want to I don't want to talk too much more. I think it's. Uh, hmm. It's 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 something. It's pretty wild, and it's implicating extremely high level members in 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 government, like directly. Not if you read between the lines, or it's inferred. It's he told me to do this to them. They did. Yep. the The other really fun part about it is um, because I know the whole story. I know everything that's going on because I'm debriefing and talking with the lawyers every night. You know, we're all there. Morgan's there. We're talking about all the different witnesses that are coming. We got everybody's statements, right? But the witnesses don't have anything. They're going in blind, more or less. I mean, they're probably colluding outside the courthouse like they're not supposed to. (laughs) They probably are. But until they get in there, they don't know what we know. And they don't know what the people ahead of them already said. And it's just turning into, it's the Spider-Man meme of everyone going, no, no. So that no one's lying, obviously. Everyone's blaming someone else. So obviously there's no, you know how you know there's no shenanigans going on when everybody's pointing at everyone else everywhere all at the same time. Before you even ask a question, you're like, okay, everybody, let's settle down. I just want to say it wasn't me, it was him. He did it. I see. I see. I, I wouldn't I didn't remember I don't remember if I if I did I I would and I would have said but I don't I don't know I don't know I didn't I don't hmm what what was the question it's insane it's so it's very amusing it is it is so hard not to laugh I've had to cover my face I've had to look away and just turn and stare at the scene I've had to put my back into positions where I'm in physical pain like this just to like stifle the urge to burst into laughter I mean, you're talking senior government officials, st- senior police officers, detectives, um, and they're just basically covered in chocolate cake, sitting on the stand, all over their face and hands. And like, oh, I, I didn't. It wasn't me. I didn't eat it. Uh, it was. Uh, it, uh, well, I, I only, I only saw. Well, I mean, some of it might have gotten on me, but I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't. I mean, it looks bad, but I didn't. It didn't go in my mouth. So technically, I didn't eat any. You can't prove I did. 
TV turns on. There's a video of a blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, that, that's, that's, that's only, I was just testing it to make sure that, that it wasn't poison. See, you, you, asked, you asked if I ate it, and technically, because I threw it up later. So, no. So, I, so I, what? I don't, um, is it too late to, I don't remember. I don't remember, actually. I actually don't remember anything. Uh, I was never, hmm? Uh, no, I'm senile now. I don't, I don't know anything about anything. I never did. And I have a very, I get paid like a million dollars a year to work here. And I don't, I don't know what's going on at all. I have no idea. I don't know who works here. I don't know who works there. I don't read. I don't, what's an email? I've never emails. What are those? Like it's, it's incredible. It's incredible to watch. I, I don't recall. I do not recall. There's a lot of that happening. I actually had kept tallies. I had a little notepad. I'm writing down stuff, making them look like I'm fucking, you know. I don't recall. I've got a tally, like a kill counter on the side of a, of a fucking Messerschmitt. I'm just like, 28 times. I don't, I don't recall 29. 30, 30, 30 times. 30 times. He doesn't know a lot. This guy really doesn't know. At one point, the lawyer did office space. Slight rewording, but essentially, after multiple lines of questioning, somebody was like, uh, you know, just a lot of doesn't, doesn't know, just doesn't know, I don't know, I don't know anything, I don't, you know, I don't know why I was here, I don't know why they called me there, I don't remember being there, I don't know what happened, I don't know anything but anything. And uh, they're just, the lawyer's like, I don't know... Quote, I don't know what it is that you do here. <laughs> I don't know what your I don't know what your job is. I don't understand. It's amazing. It's so good. And they and they don't and the other people come in and implic and totally ruin their story. Like you like pretend like I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna tell them it was uh yeah, it was Philip. He did it. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say he told me to, and that's what I'm gonna do. Meanwhile, Philip's in there ahead of you, being like, "Yeah, he totally. He's gonna say that I told him to do it, but it was him. Here's a videotape of him doing it. Yeah, here he is planning it. I, I even have a video of him masturbating to himself, listening to his own voice recordings of planning to do this. I mean, he really. This is total 100% premeditated. Other guy comes in and goes, "Oh no, I don't. I don't know anything about that. And like, you don't ever remember saying it? No, I would never say that." Court's already heard a tape of him talking about it for an hour. I, I would never. That doesn't sound like anything I'd say. <laughs> like, just tell the truth. Holy God. This whole thing would have been over in about an hour. If people just told the truth, the whole case is over in an hour. But because, well, well, it's going to be a couple of years, I'm afraid. Sorry, it's going to take a few minutes. Now I need a lawyer costume. I don't have enough costumes. I'm going to turn into a... <laughs> turn into a... Yeah! What we got here is a case of the... I don't recalls. Do this a lot of time, 32 years. They're guilty as fuck. So I mean, everybody always recalls. 
They say they don't recall. Oh, they recall. They recall as much as anybody. Two don't recalls. Three. That's stonewalling. That's what that is. That's filibustering. That's what this is. Coming up next to the courts of Canada. The case of Ottawa versus John Bobbitt. John was pulled over with an I love oil and gas sticker and was shot to death by police for possession of a terrorist substance. Here's a dramatic reenactment. This country's retarded. That wasn't that wasn't based on nothing. Like that's I mean, it's not real yet, but it will eventually be. Um, there is a motion to make saying like, let's have fossil fuel. That should be illegal. Apparently, Canadians think. Some of them think. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. Because, fuck it. <laughs> let's, let's go full. I mean, if they're, listen, Canada's clearly going for the retarded Olympics. In every playground, in every situation, somebody has to be the lovable moron, like the absolute dumbest person. They're so dumb. Maybe this is Canada's survival strategy, guys, and I don't know. Maybe the prime minister's a lot smarter than we think. Maybe they're all a lot smarter than we think. Maybe they know we're, we're, it's impossible for us to defend ourselves because we're so weak, and the only way we can survive is to appear on the world stage as so incredibly incompetently stupid that we are essentially uh, like a harmless handicapped kid at the back of the bus that's just eating crayons, that no one will pay attention to us and no one will bother us. Like, we're not retarded, but we're acting this way because we're so weak we could never, like, we just hi- we're hiding. We're, we're hiding behind a veil of um imbecility i guess is i guess that's the best that's the best i can do guys that's the best i can do for your self-respect is suggest that potentially you're just pretending to be this dumb so that the rest of the world will won't beat you up for your lunch money because they'll feel bad i i because other that this is the only strategy that i would i mean i wouldn't accept it i would but i mean like that's your best option. So, let's see. Accuse the oil and gas industry of disseminating widespread disinformation and killing people just as big tobacco had done for years before it was subject to a national advertising ban. Look how scared he is. Oh, oil derricks in the background. They're pumping the oil. Oh my god. I drink your milkshake. Yes. I drink it up! Angus! Oh, NDP's Angus. What's his name? Charlie Angus. Well, I'm afraid we're going to drill! Oh, he can't handle it. What is this? Get off my screen. No, who are you? Turning Point USA? Derek Chauvin? What is this? Go away. Who are you? I'm, am I being sabotaged? I don't know how to make this go. Oh, it's an advertisement. Jesus Christ. Anyway, what were we doing? Yeah, look how scared he looks. <laughs> Guys, they're crazy. They're, they've gone crazy. Like, you can't, you can't get that, like, if you're taking it this seriously, where you're, like, hyperventilatingly with rage, like, understand that this is being done to you by someone who's literally retarded. Like, they're... 
It, it's entirely likely that they'll get themselves killed as fast as anyone else. These are the kinds of people that bring a toaster into the bathtub. Do you understand? Like, they're really, really not doing well. This is what this this guy got up for work today and proposed this in all seriousness. Just, you know, you know what you know what we have to do. You know what my con because I mean, listen, you could die anytime. You could be over any day, and very few of us have the privilege and the honor of representing your you know, your people as some kind of, you know, leader, authority figure and so on. Time is precious. You got to triage things. You got to, you know, what are we going to, what, what do we need to get to? <laughs> oh, you're not serious people. And it's like, oh, well, let me get a look at them. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm already out. You're, I'm out. I'm out of your, you you're fired. Get out. I have so many news stories because I have, from all look look shit i can't show you look 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 at all this what do you want me to do with this look at this i'll overdose i'm just gonna cherry pick i mean i I charged up for a day i charged up all day yesterday charged charging up so i could explode at any time i'm trying not to i'm honestly trying to (laughs) You know, don't let it, don't let it fly too easily. You know, you gotta be, you want to, you want to spare it out, tighten it up a little bit. The explosions of pure acid, cause then it'll really melt. It really melts when you just, you don't use it as much. So there's a lot here. I'm going to go through these super chats and then uh, we'll catch up to probably some other more important things I was talking about. And then, and then we'll just, yeah, we'll just yell at whatever. <laughs> speed run no no i don't want to do this again ram the third says they fear the flag of the international cocaine users it's it's becoming synonymous with humiliation everyone that attacks this flag becomes humiliated have you noticed this at a bare minimum you will be humiliated publicly every single one who amongst our enemies has not been made to be the subject of laughter by many, many, many people. And ridicule and mockery. Did you think I was joking? We said we would mock them to death. And it's working. Several organizations have been, you know, basically destroyed. People's careers have been implicated. There's uh, lawyers and prosecutors that are getting bar complaints. Like it's There's abuse of process. That, oh, and by the way, that was, the, that was what we were arguing all week in court. See, that, um, like I said, pretrial stuff. Uh, some of the things that, well, first of all, Your Honor, before we go too far, uh, many charter rights were blatantly violated. So let's go over that for a little bit. And uh, let's see, denial of legal counsel. Like, you're no, fuck you, no lawyer for you, slammer. Like, oh, that's totally not okay. And that's illegal. Um, a formal accusation of abusive process. Okay, so basically the system's colluding to attack you just because, and just maliciously just giving it to you. Like, all of this. For 10 days of this, and it's like, oh, well, what, what's your evidence? You back, back the dump truck up. <laughs> How much time do you have? I have a bunch of stuff that I have to destroy. It's like, I should have brought it. Oh, I thought about it, bring it over here, because I, I think I talked about this a little bit on this Twitter space earlier, where people are mad about, you know, 
how much this costs and, and everything. And like, th- guys, this is how it is. Do you have any idea how much work this is? Just just for these a couple points before we even get into the trial or do anything like that. This is like 10 days of work. And I'm talking binders like this, like 10 of these. And it's all notated and, and like mental backups on USB. We got to make copies for everybody. And all of this has got to be. This is all got to be reviewed and noted, and, and this is, you know. So when they're like, and there's like five people working on this full time around the clock. Like, what's your suggestion? Well, I'll give you, I'll give you five hundred bucks. <laughs> Are you kidding? You want elite level assistance for free? <laughs> what? Listen. Okay, you don't have to like it, but the world is the way that it is. I I wish I could just fly around like Superman, but unfortunately, I have to drive around like the rest of the idiots. Driving like a slave. I don't even have a private jet. I'm not even a person. Basically, until you can afford to fly privately everywhere you go, you're not even on the board that's what's really funny to me about all these low-level fucking loser fool. Like, these politicians, like, you guys are losers. You're nothing. You're nothing. And I could be you easily. Easily. If I wanted your job, I could have just taken it from you. Like a child with a lollipop. I'll take that, Marco. Thank you. Oh, it's easy. Here's, here's all you do. Here's what you do. First of all, ideally, you have to look halfway respectable. Kind of like this, okay? Dress like an adult, clean yourself up. Be in, in relatively good shape or even great shape is better. Uh, somewhere under the age of, you don't want to be too old. Uh, under the age of 50, preferable, but not too young either. Somewhere between 30 and 50 is great. That's a great sweet spot. Uh, you want to pick a team, whichever t- whichever color team you want to shill for, and you just shill like a son of a bitch, okay? You go to war for them like you're a lawyer, and you fight every kind of prop. Anybody's criticizing your guy, you come in there, and you slice and dice like there's no tomorrow. It doesn't matter if it's true. It doesn't matter. It only matters if it works. And if you're able to do that, oh, man, somebody will notice, and you'll get scoopity scooped into the into the next level. You'll end up maybe at Rebel, uh, you know, shill news or, or something. Something like that. Or maybe you'll work for any number of these, you know, independent, you know, uh, little networks of, of channels that are out there pushing, obviously, very mainstream ideas. And you just keep at it. And you just keep at it. Eventually, uh, you can apply. You can try to get your name into an EDA. You run for a seat somewhere federally. If they like you, if you've greased enough shoulders and kissed enough ass and they decide, hey, you know what? I think Billy's, let's give him a shot at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll back you for it. And you just read what you're told to read and say what you're, and just look good and don't make any mistakes. Don't have sex with any prostitutes. Don't leave classified documents in a hooker's car. You know, things that these people do. Just don't do any of those things. Just be like, just be normal. Like, just don't, don't do cocaine off of a child. Like, just, just be normal. And you're probably going to get elected. It's you or the other guy on the other team who's just like you. And it's really like, eh, it could go either way. Some places are always conservative. Some places are always liberal. So, I mean, even just being selected means you're going to get in. And then you get there. And then when you get to the you get to the big show, if it's the parliamentary in, in Nova Scotia or if it's in Ottawa, you're going to sit there. Again, you're going to be a good boy. You're going to be a team player. Whoever's who's in charge, you're always going to be their biggest cheerleader, whoever it is. And if he gets killed and taken over by another guy, all of a sudden he's the best guy in the world. Like, you know, just a total piece of shit. You just do that. And just be, and you want to be as, fr- 
you want everyone to like you. So you're going to have to play favorite. You're going to have to play people against each other. It's going to be gross. You're going to have to do all. You're going to have to be two faced as fuck, obviously. So you're going to have to have that skill um, to just be one person with someone else and another person with somebody else. If you can have this kind of manipulative snake like uh, shape shifting ability, you'll do really well. But always make sure you ingratiate yourself at the top third. You know, you don't want to go to the boss and try to, that's ridiculous. But you want to reach, say you're at the very bottom, you can reach probably a third of the way up and find somebody to get in with. And, and they, you know what, they like you, they'll pull you up a little bit. And you just keep doing this. You just keep doing this. And then once you get near the top, again, uh, you, just, you just keep repeating the process. It's really, <laughs> you just be a team, just be on the team. Just play the game. Play the game and be better at it than the other team. And like a draft pick, they'll, they'll find you. Oh, it's so hard. I, oh, oh, my God. You don't know what they go through. Oh, my God. Do I have any emails today? Don't care. I have a woman that reads them for me. She sends me the important ones, which is almost none. I get paid a hundred and what is it? $60,000 now. I have a staff allowance. I have cars I can use. I, ah, and I just read what I just read the script. I just do what they say. I'm just a mouth. I'm just here. I'm just an empty suit. I'm just standing here getting rich to do nothing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Of course they want this shit. Are you kidding? I get to go to all these dinners. Like, they love this stuff. They get to go to these dinners. I get to rub shoulders with important people. I get to, oh, there's deals being made and oh, yeah. The more of a team player you are, the, fa- the more likely it is you'll advance because the system rewards loyalty. And it punishes anybody that thinks for themselves. These people that go, oh, I'll change it from the inside. No, you're not. You're going to get flushed out the tube, buddy. It rewards its loyal soldiers. So the way you get to the top is by being the most obedient. <laughs> and, what, and, and am I wrong? Look at the people that are in there. Follow their career trajectory. Especially some of the guys around there now. It's a bullshit job for assholes. If they if that if that job was actually really hard and required a significant amount of personal sacrifice and suffering, none of none of those people would be interested. They would all be working at a bank somewhere. They'd be doing a different kind of scheme. These are um these are like pieces of shit of the of like the white collar variety. So, you know the kinds of people that like break into your house and steal stuff? You know, they've got face tattoos and they're, you know, wearing sweatpants and courthouses and stuff like that. There's those, right? But then there's the, those, they're just smarter versions of those. They're also pieces of shit. They're just, they're they're running a different, uh, running a different scam. They found a way, you know, these people that are always on welfare, they've got different scams going and they found ways to just coast, you know, that's what they're doing just at a bigger level great many of them and then the other ones are just you know narcissistic you know obsessed uh, crazy people i've known some of these people that um you know they get drunk once and they start pontificating about how they can't wait to be prime minister you're like gross <laughs> you know like you all you're all just it's just the narcissist olympics isn't it you all think you're it, it's oh Ugh, you know they're just not us. That's the problem. The political class that we're under, that's the real problem. It's not a team. It's a type of person. It's, a, it's, a, it's an essence of a spirit. It, they're, they're not us, right? Those people don't fit in here, and we don't fit in there because we are not the same at all. 
They're okay with a lot of things we are not okay with. I mean, it's crazy wild to see somebody... Like, I, I couldn't do this just out of respect. I don't even necessarily, like, I don't I don't go around and be like, oh, you know, Christ is king. Like, I'm not one of those guys. I've read the book and stuff, but I, I'm more of a, I'd say, a, a gnostic, agnostic uh, person. But I still, <laughs> imagine, I, would, I wouldn't. I'd be like, I would feel as though, I, I believe there is a, a, an intelligent, an intelligence at work. And for me to go, yeah, I swear on the Bible, and just make up a bunch of shit feels like a direct insult to that in any form, right? It feels like I'm just begging it to fucking step on me and do, oh, oh, look who's fucking saucy all of a sudden. Oh, really? I don't want to tempt that. Call me superstitious. I still wouldn't do it. But then even in the also you can affirm. I solemnly affirm. But they'll do it and then just go, hey, uh, just firing off nonsense. Doesn't mean anything to me. I'm an experienced psychopath. Oh, crazy. All right, let's read some more of these. Camby says, we are our own bigoted beehive. I wouldn't have it any other way. The people here are the very best. Thank you for raging on. Thank you, guys. I mean, you guys are like rescuing people now. This was a national story. Like we, like that, like that. <laughs> Everyone's talking about us, but no one talks to us. We're just over here, just pulling buildings down. Ah, ah! People are like, you see how that building fell down? That was weird. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh, it just fell on its own. Just do pussy doos. I love it. <laughs> I love it. They're so mad. So so many of them are so mad. They got so emotionally twisted into this narrative. They've gone completely insane. <laughs> Legitimately insane. Like they've got a they've got a real mental illness now, and and it's like beyond where. You know, when people calm down and you go, you know, you're being ridiculous, right? They'd be like, I know, I don't know. I was just mad. You know, no, it's it's like years past that. And they're still like foaming at the mouth, bleeding from the eyes. Crazy. Like stage five zombie. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. So I'm telling you, man, that's a scary. Fl- Look, this. What did this mean? This is dark now. That means danger. That means stay away. I mean, he's not welcome. <laughs> Depends. What do you feel when you view it? How does it make you feel? If you feel scared, you probably should be. <laughs> you should leave. It's so it's so crazy. I drew it on the toilet. I. You know, it's not even a straight line, guys. It's not. It was a black screen with a flag app, and I just went, there, there. Fucking later that day, some bunker somewhere, they're in seas, just like, oh my fucking God, they're coming for us, dude. Oh, wow. You know, like, Jesus, boys. It's not good. We're in trouble up here. 
America, send help. Sincerely, someone. Someone send somebody. We need to make contact. If there's any good guys left down there, just come over. It's an open invitation. Just come over. No one's going to notice. CSIS is going to have no idea. They're looking, they're looking for him. They're literally looking for him. You can just walk right on in. No one would even know. Fucking land a helicopter right on the road. There's a huge parking lot. Walk right in. Walk right out the way he came. No one would notice. <laughs> CIA's coming in and they're like, oh, okay, we got to look sharp. This is Canadian Border Patrol or Canadian Border Services. It's just two Chinese guys. This is Canada, right? Yes, this is Canada. You welcome to Maple Town. You show passport. Whoa, you know I don't know. Canada's Canada's uh, establishment seems a little rocky. I don't know. There seems to be some holes in the stability of the nation. Seems as though China's like straight up controlling parts of it, huh? Like pretty wild. Like we're in bad shape, guys. It's just, this is a B-52, like, on fire, like, two two engines are gone on the one side, co-pilots bleeding out of the eyes, shot in the face, Ah! it's not, it's real bad. Trying to, if I, let's rock the plane back and forth, maybe we can put the fire out! Ah! Oh, it's not good. So again, I don't know. Only if they're good guys, though. I don't listen, and just don't like not the crazy, not the not the crazy torturey psycho, you know, CIA, whatever. You, I don't want to deal with you guys. I mean, like the good guys. Be fair. Come on. If there's any of them, and don't trick me, please. Don't lie. Don't like tell me a bunch of shit I want to hear, and then be like surprise needles in the eyes or whatever it is you're going to do. Don't fucking do that, please. Please, boy, I'm asking. Has anyone ever straight asked, though? Imagine the CIA's like, holy shit. He's right. No one ever asked us not to torture them. He's the first one. No, of course, sir, absolutely not. No, in fact, no one's ever asked before. That's, I mean, that's morally how we've been getting away with it. But now we would, I'd feel really guilty personally. Agent Smith, what do you think? Super, super guilty. I could never, I could, yeah, me either. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you want to be friends? Let's be friends. <laughs> Nobody ever asked. <laughs> no, they scare me. They're scary. I don't know what they want. It's never good. It's never good. They never want to help you. They want to help themselves. And if you die in the process, that's totally fine. That's what you get with it. Like, I couldn't imagine how scary that would be. You remember that story? There was a guy, I think he was in Halifax, and he got convicted uh, of selling secrets to the Russians. He was flying down to uh, Mexico or Cuba or somewhere and meeting some like FSB agents and handing off. He worked at the uh, in in Halifax, I think, at the at the base and had access to some things, some clearance levels that the Russians were willing to pay for. And he did it for like 50 grand. It wasn't even that much. But anyway, like imagine the stress of that. How much do you need money that you're willing to do something like this? I would, man, that'd be so scary. Like they could kill me at any time. They have me over a barrel. Either side, like, geez, 
That's so dangerous. Assange, no, yeah, Assange is, you know, Assange is a good guy because he's in jail. Snowden, I mean, the jury's out because he never got arrested. Nothing bad happened to him. He got made into an international celebrity. Uh, he gets to live in Russia, which is, I mean, that's not bad. And uh, he's had Hollywood movies made about him. So, I mean, there's a strange conflict here that I, I'm having a hard time reconciling. And he used to work for the NSA slash the CIA, or still does. And, you know, I'm, I'm just saying it looks bad, Ed. It doesn't look great. Just, I just don't like it. You know, it doesn't look right. And for that reason, I'm out. That's how I'm dealing with everything now. It's just a business deal, and I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Shut this deal down. I'm out. I'm out of this. Call Morgan. Tell her to pick me up. We are done here. What? That's right. You can't just. You can't just be out. Well, I am out. Oh, I lost. I don't know what the hell I was talking about now. So I'm just going to go back to the chats. I blew up his headphones. Um, yeah, we talked about that. Man on the Mountain says, uh, when we said goodbye to Chris on Wednesday, he was sitting on the couch with a daughter under each arm, bragging that he has watched more princess movies than any man he knows. He's a happy man again. Thank you, Dags. Boom. You guys made that happen. That's part of your life now that you contributed to that amazing story. That's, I've, I mean, come on. Fucking come on, though. Really? Boom. <laughs> Just pulling them out of a hat left and right. Ha-ha! <laughs> now, for my next trick. <laughs> nah, we've got some more weapons to fire, too. And I'm not sure what to do with them yet. See, this is their mistake. Like, you should have just left me in the box. Don't take Chucky out of the box. You took Chucky out of the box. Don't ever take Chucky out of the box. Cause before I would I would just I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do with it. And I would just I would just bah! Just put it out there on the internet like an idiot! Then you had to get all, you know, jaily and stuff. Not cool. So then I started thinking. Next time, I wind up with something that I just. This feels heavy. I think I want to throw it at someone. I'm going to take my time. And I'm going to talk to some people. 
And I'm just gonna really marinate this bitch. Until one day soon. <laughs> I mean, you can only play defense for so long. I'm sorry, sir, but there just simply must be restitution. Oh, there must. Remember, you created me. will be destroyed. <laughs> Can't wait. Good times. Irons! Fire! Irons in the fire! <laughs> the boogie tag. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. Boogie dead. I'll just be in your house. Hey. You're home early. Bet you didn't think you'd find me here in your living room wearing your clothes. <laughs> Crazy. You'll find the door has locked behind you. This is so unsettling. Oh, you have no idea how disturbing this is going to be. I mean... My whole strategy is just so much trauma that your brain will just refuse to remember it. And you'll just, uh, you know, you'll just have a blank period. Buckle up. <laughs> I, could, I could destroy Stephen King. If I really went for it, I bet. Oh, you think, oh, oh, ooh, scary, Stephen. Oh, you think that's fucked up? I was in the infantry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. You're just playing make-believe. I We have had some dark conversations. You would find offensive, and you would want banned from Twitter. Okay? Mr. Tough, Mr. Bad Man. He's such a bitch. He's such a, um, he's a typical, like, boomer Democrat. Like, uh, you know, unbe like, unbear unbearable. If he is like, oh, you're going to like your wife's Christmas dinner and you're like, is, is fucking Steven going to be there? Of course, Steven's coming. He's coming every year. Ugh. What is your problem with Stephen King? He's a fucking dickhead. He's a dick, Alice. He's a pretentious asshole. They're not even scary story. I mean, my God, he's just a pervert and a weirdo. <laughs> Uh, I have read a few of his books, though, you, you know. But he is a pervert weirdo. I mean, that's, I mean, there's, uh, I, if I, all the books I've read in my life, and there's not that many, I've read like six books. <laughs> How does it feel that you're being defeated by a man that has read six books? These, these ones right there. That's it. 
Oh, we need commercials. Anyway. The hell was I talking about? I don't know. I was short and long since I was in Walmart this afternoon. I was a minority and the white people were elderly, morbidly obese, or handicapped. Where are you? Which province? It's it's going to tip very fast. I don't think people real. It's the the age differences is the most significant one, because numbers wise is one thing, but when you realize that of our numbers, they're mostly people over forty five. That's not good. Over fifty, <laughs> right? And uh, the twenty five and under is mostly not Canadians. So yeah, you know that doesn't bode well, does it? Doesn't look good, but uh, you know that's that's a that's a source of our strength. It's a it's a good thing. Where is this? Yeah, it's good. It's a good thing, right? And so the Trudeau, gover- Trudeau government just announced a big new immigration target: right. five hundred thousand new immigrants a year, and yeah. that doesn't include student permits or foreign workers, temporary foreign workers. Do you think that sort of high target is? Um, is in line with achieving affordable housing or even things like access to health care. Okay, well, first of all, I would say um, immigrants are not the problem in the housing market. We have more land in Canada where there's no one than we have land where there's any. <sighs> so, obviously, there will be no change. Okay, can we just... Because this is this is reality now. This is, I, I guess, Toronto. Toronto's public transit system. It's good. Uh, it's good, you know. But we've got other options. I mean, there's other there's other politicians. I mean, it's not just the lying conservatives. You could also go with. Um, I mean, I don't know why they're politicians. I, I don't understand how they are, because they're just they're just they're just gay people. Like that's that's their that's it. That's their whole identity. That's all they know about. That's all they talk about. That's all they are about. They're just people walking around that are gay, being really gay all the time, and they should be in charge of everything. <laughs> uh, Your Honor, I'd like to submit this video as Exhibit A. We're queer politicians in Alberta. Of course we don't read any of the comments on social media. Yeah, but, like, Brooks, I kind of do read the comments. Yeah, but Janice, you shouldn't be reading them. They're horrible. They're so mean. They talk about our looks. They talk about so many bad things. We're queer politicians in Alberta. Of course our mental health isn't great, and our therapy bills are high. Amazing! I'm fucking standing. <laughs> I'm 
sorry. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I labeled you. I should have known you're more than just a one-dimensional character. You're not just a gay person being gay and walking around talking about being gay. You're also very mentally ill at the same time. Ouch, the per I'm sorry. I what was I thinking? I can't believe I didn't. Oh my goodness! I I just you, the credibility is just exploding in my mind. It's like a Bitcoin chart. I I it's exponential growth of respect is what it really is on a long timeline. I mean, we're just I've never never seen any fucking. Like Like, I can't, oh my god, it's cra- dude, are you kidding, like, do we have to, do we have to put up with this, please, please, man, I'm gay, and I'm crazy, oh, excellent, great, crazy gays, even the, I mean, why, why, why would they at least be sane, you know? The argument isn't even just because I'm a homosexual doesn't mean that I'm not exactly the same as you in every other way. And this is just a slight thing that changes. No, the argument is I'm really gay and I'm out of my fucking mind. I'm, my mental health is terrible and my therapy bills are expensive. Oh, you're painting a gra- and you want to be in, ch- and you want to be my latex salesman. You want to be in charge. You what? And what look is this? I'm, is this a guy? Like, I I don't, I'm really, I honestly have no idea. I thought it was a woman, but now I don't know. But their mental health isn't great and their therapy bills are high. I can't, we have to, (laughs) it's only a minute. Full disclaimer, if you die, that's not my fault. Many people have been have been killed by this show. Death by cringe. It's what happens. We just cut it. We're shaving off the week. It's good. It's what nature intended. Only the strong should survive. If you can't withstand this level of cringe and it you you can't find a way to make that work for you, you're not gonna make it, sir or madam. You know? You're gonna drown in the ocean of cringe. You're not gonna have the upper body strength from fighting off all the cringe. To, to swim out of the swamp of it, which is, I mean, it's everywhere. So listen, you better get used to, you better understand. <laughs> Countless people take this seriously. Like, they, they have a better chance, I'm not kidding, of, of being elected than Bernier does. That's the situation, okay? Um... So let's, let's, uh, let's, let's dive in. Let's, let's fucking dive into this big sandwich, this big old sandwich. We're queer politicians in Alberta. Of course we don't read any of the comments on social media. Yeah, but like, Brooks, I kind of do read the comments. Yeah, but Janice, you shouldn't be reading them. They're horrible. They're so mean. They talk about our looks. They talk about so many bad things. We're queer politicians in Alberta. Of course our mental health isn't great and our therapy bills are high. 
Oh my gosh, Janice, that's so dark. We're literally on a mental health walk right now. We're queer politicians in Alberta. Of course we're gonna make RuPaul Drag Race references in the legislature. How else would we tell the UCP to sashay away? <laughs> we're queer politicians in Alberta. Of course, we're not on the dating apps, but who needs them when you've got Instagram DMs? Oh my gosh, Janice, at least you're not on Grindr, but I thought we were not going to talk about Okay, so as I said, so far their pitch is we're gay and we're crazy and we're even crazier than we are gay or we're gayer than we are crazy, but you make you be the judge. We're on both trains and we're going full speed, all the way gay, all the way crazy. You can't miss. That's a t that's a that's a combination. That's government. That's material. That's I mean, that's 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 like uh I don't know what that is. That Marcus Aurelius or something. This is this is significant. Uh, I've never considered this combination before. I'm really my mind is exploding with the possibilities of what kind of greatness these people will achieve. I shouldn't have interrupted this masterpiece. Let's go back. Uh right, so RuPaul's Drag Race, mental health, you know, more gay. Don't read the comments. Something about sashaying. Instagram DM, back to being gay and sex again. Oh, my Lord. Alberta. I'm sorry. Where is this? Is this Edmonton? This is this. I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, Vigman, I am, I am so sorry. <laughs> them when you've got Instagram DMs. Oh my gosh, Janice. At least you're not on Grinder, but I thought we were not going to talk about our dating lives today. We're, we're queer, queer politicians, politicians in Alberta. Alberta. Of course, we're going to stand up and fight always for queer and trans youth. And of course, we recognize that... Again, apparently that's just all the only... That's your whole identity. Trans and gender diverse and just the way to two-spirit rights are human of rights. Course. Always. We love you. Much love. I doubt that very much. You seem to be very hateful of anything resembling sanity. That's... Uh, you're uh, you're insane. Okay? <laughs> that's That's... So, that's what's uh, probably going to be... I mean, they'll be eventually running the government in Alberta. Seems the, the more demented you are, the faster you go up in the system. It's great. It's comforting. It's, um... Whew. I just... I don't know. That's... Uh, just stay away from that neighborhood, maybe. Let's just maybe... Is there a way to... Can we wall that off? Does anyone know where that is? People are... Listen, puking in your mouth is one thing. I don't need... I need information. Finish puking. Get back to work. Where is this? <laughs> ah! I'm going to whip my own comments. <laughs> it has names and numbers to me. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. There's fucking 2,500 people watching this. I don't have no idea what anyone's doing. Somebody's probably, the odds are, guys, think about this. The odds are definitely 100%. There's 2,500 people watching this. At least five of them are masturbating right now. If not worse. At minimum, at minimum. Who's doing it? Who? Uh, somebody, somebody just stopped. I felt it. They were like, oh my God. Yeah, I fucking, I can see you. 
I'm telling, listen, if the CIA, like, I might get too powerful soon. Then what are you going to do? <laughs> do not threaten the CIA with psychic warfare. You will definitely get killed. Weird things will happen to you. You strangle. First, you'll have a catheter for some reason. You'll be like, why do I need this? To commit suicide. What? That doesn't make any sense. And no one will investigate your death at all. <laughs> like Crazy stuff like that. That make no sense. And no one investigates because everyone's terrified. I can't believe the police didn't look into that. Like, could you imagine being the NYPD? And isn't it like 10 of those officers that had the laptop committed suicide within like a year or two? I'm pretty sure that's accurate. And they weren't like, they were like senior cops, like two or three police chiefs and like deputy, like big time guys. And they all just got wiped out. Imagine being part of that operation, like, and all your boss, like that's like in the departed, you know, when his boss gets thrown off the roof and you're like, oh fuck, now what are you going to do? You know? It's like, we're doing it, boys. The NYPD, they're going to go take down the Clintons. They've got whatever, you know, whatever they have. It's fucking, this is it. They have a big meeting. Everybody leave your phones outside. What? What's going on? Just fucking do it. The chief said, leave your phones outside. They bring in the fucking tech guys. Yeah, okay. No, you know, Faraday cage this shit. They probably have in that police station. They've got secure rooms like that. Cram everybody in there. I'm not going to ask anybody to do this that doesn't want to do this. But this is what we are doing. (laughs) We have evidence of this is going to be a fucking war. This is going to be a shit show. An absolute shit show. And I can't guarantee anybody's say like this is big time, guys. This has changed the world level police work. Okay. And we don't know what's going to happen, but. A bunch of them go, we're in, let's do it. Let's fucking do this. A bunch of other ones are like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, and they're like, it's cool, man. We get it. Like, this is basically crazy, right? But we have to. And then they're sitting there going, geez, I wonder when they're going to do it. Like, tell, tell him it Friday, Friday, Thursday morning. None of them come into work because they're all dead. I don't think they got killed that fast, but it was it was in a, it was in rapid succession. It was like suicide, 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 car crash. Like, how scary is that? That's crazy. So, not even the senior leadership of the fucking NYPD are safe. That's bad. Are you? Hey, are you any of you guys that powerful? Hey, who's as powerful as like the chiefs of police of the NYPD? Anybody in here? Does anybody have that level of? juice because they tried and they all got fucking yeeted (laughs) scene roger i okay that we are dealing with a dragon here this is not you know (laughs) i know what we'll do we'll we'll have a convoy i've been selling my soul no we're an oldie stop no more parking lot drinking jesus christ (sighs) scary dude it's a scary world there's crazy stuff going on i'm pretty sure that story is mostly accurate 
I remember this at the time and since people have mentioned it. And it's just one of those like, wow. Imagine being one of the officers that knew what was going on and either didn't participate or wasn't implicated or knew just enough. And it was like he was friends with two of these guys. And then he's just like, fuck, are they going to kill me? Like, I'm not saying shit. They just killed all my friends. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. If anybody asked it, hey, do you ever hear anything about that Clinton? Oh, no, no. I fucking, no, no, that's just crazy. No, I'd never fucking ever say anything about that. Come on, kids. Let's go. Let's go. Get in the car. That's somebody. That's somebody's real life. That's crazy. Scary, you know? That's, an, that's an, a crazy level of power. You can just stone cold fucking take on, assassinate a bunch of cops at the NYPD. And they go, oh, well, I guess the case is over. All the people investigating it have died. So guess no one never look at that file again. Whoa. Whew. This is like Emperor Palpatine level stuff, guys. We live in a the good the government are good people. Oh yeah, yeah. The the whoever is the ultimate power in the land, you know whoever that is, <laughs> they're uh, clearly ruthless. Crazy man. Scary stuff. You don't know what's out there. Did that sound like it was getting closer or getting further away? It's like lightning. Make sure that doesn't happen again. All right. Um, Feather Not Dot said, you have my admiration. I know that doesn't mean a lot from an armchair quarterback. (laughs) No, man, it's not true. I appreciate it. Um, He says, money does not buy honor. But that's true, too. Canadian spelling of honor. (laughs) But I appreciate your courage, your strength, and your honor. Thanks, man. I appreciate yours, too. Um, That's what we need to win. We have to keep that tight, and we have to hold ourselves accountable. We have to maintain a standard, or else we're not any different than them. The only way we can beat them is is to not be them. We have to be something superior to them that defeats them. So the only way to do that is to, you know... Do those things. Hold yourself, you know, to higher standards. And, you know, it is what it is. Oh, I hate it. I hate, hate, hate this shit. Oh, I'm really tired of this already. (laughs) I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I did discuss a lot of it on the... uh, On the uh, on the Twitter space, but this is the best. This is the best way that I can convey my feelings on on the situation. And why not just apply? It's not just applies to, in this case, uh, Bernier and his team of geniuses, whoever they are, but a lot of other people. And there's a resentment there. And it's something I've held for a long time since I've been very, probably a teenager. <clears throat> I 
And I have a great example of it that I think anybody could relate to. And I think it'll make sense. In 2006, I was in the Army Reserve. I was 17. No. What would I have been? How long would I have been? (laughs) It was 19. 18 or 19. Did I turn 20? Or did I turn 21 when I deploy? I can't remember. I was young. (laughs) Late teenager, I think. 2006. Or late 2005, early 2006. And the war in Afghanistan has become a little spicy. And actually, for the first time since Korea, guys are like in combat and dying. And uh, not infrequently. It was, it was Canada's Iraq. At that time, uh, the Marines and the Army had been in Iraq for three years. And we were seeing all this show happening on TV, Fallujah, you know, all of this crazy IEDs. What the fuck are those? Like, we're just seeing all this this crazy new hybrid guerrilla fighting Viet Cong guys in sandals and masks beheading. Like, just crazy. Whoa, this is a different kind of war. Yeah, it's it's dirty, too. And then in 2006, we get involved. And people, local people start getting killed, guys that people know. And we're like grew up with and it's like, oh, this is personal now. Like we're actually losing people. Whoa. And the military said, yeah, we need this many guys to go and backfill regular force army positions. Like I'm in the reserves, by the way, where it's just like, ah, basically just kids playing make believe. (laughs) We need uh, this many guys to go as uh, frontline infantrymen, combat, Afghanistan. Who's going? Let's go. And my friends and I, one of them who just passed away recently, Tyson Bowen, stepped forward and said, we'll go. Let's go. And at the same time, a whole bunch of other people didn't. That up until that time, some of them really talked a big game and really had a lot lot to say and big mouths, you know. And we're higher ranked than us, and in these positions of oh well, that's fucking this guy's. And then the day came, and said it's time to go. It's time to go fight the war. Let's go. And they were like, oh, I have to go to school. Well, my girlfriend just dumped me. I'm not really all these excuses. Now that there is skin in the game, oh, we're actually going to fight for real. Whoa, I'm not cool with risk. All of a sudden. No, no, this was just, I was just pretending, is what I was hearing. I had just meant, I, there was a kid who did his uh, high school equivalency exam. He was like 17. He was 18 when we deployed, barely. Did, finished high school in a tent in Wainwright. I watched him do it under a, can, under a, under a stove and lantern in a, in a fucking Arctic tent in like November, and it was like minus 40s. It was just hell in Wainwright, frozen hell. And there he is doing some kind of English paper. I'm like, what are you doing? They go on my high school diploma. I'm like, whoa. Like that like blew my mind. And then on the other side, there were there were guys like guys that were in like really they were like in law school and stuff. But then there were these other guys that were like, oh no, I, all of a sudden, I don't know. We go do that. Most of us come back, not everybody, and then everything's different after that. We end up, I stay in the reg force and most of the other guys do, 
And then years later, when it calms down, the war is uh, significantly less intense, at least for Canada. We've kind of pulled out of that AO and we're kind of doing ice cream tours and shut her down and, you know, security of very, you know, deep, deep, safe, you know, safely held. Ter- it's very low risk. It's not, a you know, it's, it's been years since anyone's been killed, like, you know. And then all of a sudden, guess who it is? Oh, oh, look who's showed up. Oh, yeah, I'm here to go to the war now. Oh, are you ready? Oh, well, now that we've cleared the way, I suppose. Now that it's safe, I suppose you might as well, sir. And then those people get the same medals as we did. So everybody has the same one, regardless of when you went. And a whole bunch of people would, they, they came climbing out of the woodwork. People coming out of like school positions at the school and like out of nowhere because they wanted to. Oh, they were you just go and hang out and lift weights and eat ice cream for a few months and then you leave. You get a medal, woohoo! You make a bunch of money, it's tax free. Why not tell everybody you're a hero? Yay! They were just like, oh yeah, awesome! And we're all just standing here after half of our friends got fucking chewed to bits watching these people high five. Oh yeah, going on tour. This is awesome. We're like, oh yeah, is it awesome? It's awesome. Oh, it's awesome now. Oh, cool. Because when we went, it wasn't awesome. It was really shitty. It was really shitty, and you fucking stayed home. That must have been nice. I thought we were a fucking team, and you were like, no, nah, I'll stay home. You you watched us walk away and get on the bus, and you didn't be like, no, nah, oh no, I haven't got to go with them. No, nah, no. Nah. And now you're going to just walk in here like it's all good. Oh, we're we're gonna high five now. Oh, you're gonna get the same medal too, huh? That's crazy. Bunch of those people went on to claim uh, like PTSD and stuff too. Just the general stress, you know. It was just stressful in general. They could you could just go in there. You can just go in and be like, eh, I don't want that. Nah. And they'll be like, were you in Afghanistan? Yeah, PTSD immediately, pension by. It was just, it was a revolving door. Anybody that wanted it there, everybody, you know, they knew what you had to say or do and just the way you would go. And we'd watch that too. And be like, some of my friends are actually really... F- like, what happened to you? And they're like, oh, man, I fucking thought there was a sniper this one day. And we're like, you thought there was a sniper one day? Yeah, but it turned out it was just a Pop-Tart. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you got, wow, you got 90% disability. That's crazy. It's crazy. Some of these guys couldn't even get a doctor and then they died because they killed themselves. So, you know, I kind of have a resentment for people that want to, they're going to sit out the first few waves of the beach landing. They're going to wait until, you know, the shittiness is over and and then they'll just kind of come in the back and say, oh yeah, here we go, guys. Let's go get them now. Excuse me. I think uh, I think you should maybe pay the proper respects first, especially considering 
Uh, you were asked for help. And you said, no. No. <laughs> so you were just going to wait and see which way it landed. Oh, are they getting out of jail now? Oh, all of a sudden. All of a sudden. I have strong opinions on this thing I could have known about at any time or have known about for years. Just wasn't politically convenient to get into. So all of those efforts and fundraising efforts and scrambles for lawyers and the horrors that the family had to endure with no being gaslit and abused by the by the government, by the police, by the media. Just yeah, you're just gonna sit all that out. Let the people. We'll just you know. Now that it's safe to chime in, I suppose. Suppose I'll stick my dick in here. <laughs> Men don't like to be led from the back. They resent it. It might work on like low level plebs. Um, I don't consider myself as such, and a lot of my friends don't either. And we're not going to be, you know, treated like this by someone like you. So all the fundraisers that went on couldn't be bothered. Couldn't, no, no. It's only the most high-profile case of political prisoners in in Canadian history, really. Can't expect them to have a fucking opinion on that or anything. It's just too risky, really. Don't want to commit too hard. Certainly don't want to help out with the, you know, need for lawyers at the last hour, like men's lives hang in the balance or anything. No, we're going to see how it plays out. I Yeah, yeah, I get it. And then... <laughs> As a response to this criticism, this is beautiful, not even to me, through someone else, <laughs> someone else, through someone else, to us, sends this message. Oh, Max said he'll come on on the February 17th stream and donate $1,000. Wow. Oh, my God. $1,000 redos? Oh, my goodness. Do you think I am running a lemonade stand? <laughs> Do you understand we've raised over a quarter of a million dollars? Are you aware that we're well aware that you're a multimillionaire with several government pensions? I personally <laughs> have thrown far more than that into this campaign. Uh, this is a hilariously, insultingly low number to, I mean, that's, that's just, is that, uh, is this a joke? Are you kidding? You meant 10,000, right? I mean, at a minimum. <laughs> Outrageous. You got to be kidding me. 
No, we'll we'll be good. We're okay. Thanks. I'll I'll throw in two. I'll I'll cover you. Just don't don't break the bank or anything. Here, here, have ten dollars. <laughs> Imagine if I did that to somebody. Here, I'll give you 10 bucks. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, my goodness. What a, what a touching sacrifice. And, like, would that have been of his own money, or is that going to be from, like, party funds? So, not, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not crazy to ask at this point. <laughs> and there's there's a couple other worse ones that I'm just going to keep under my hat for a little while. Because there's, there's definitely be legal implications. Not sure how I want to go with that one, so I'm just going to leave it for now. But, uh, yeah, super not impressed, generally. And that's not a knock on on the supporters and the party or anything at all, because I know a lot of people in PPC and they're good people, and um, you know, generally want or, or in the same direction, want the same things, you know, gen- in a general sense. Um, there's a lot of a lot of overlap of uh, sentiments and so on. So it's not, um, it's I'm not. <laughs> this isn't about them. This is about certain people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say they seem to have a problem with somebody else, but don't have the guts to just say it and are perfectly happy to just use whatever for to their own benefit, whenever it suits them. Must think I'm saving for a new bicycle. Oh, it's cute. The kid's got a lemonade stand. Here, give him $5 towards his new bicycle. (laughs) Like this community did far more than any of them. How many of these fundraisers did we put on? Where did all this come from? Like that... And, they'll all, and they all just act like, again, the building just collapsed on itself. It just building sevened. Wow, how did this crazy turn of events happen? I don't know. It just happened out of nowhere. It's not like a whole bunch of people pulled together at the last minute to just accomplish this, you know, amazing thing. No, it was. it just happened somehow. <laughs> yeah and those pe- and but they by the way they they had been telling the truth this whole time as well to everyone that would listen all over the world actually uh it's been out there the story's been out there and uh you're just all pretending like oh i just must have <laughs> keep it up keep it up it's funny it shows me how much power i have over you Like, they won't even say our names half the time. 
It's very funny. Ooh, tell, it's the Halloween music, I'm telling you. Uh, Weebo Ludwig. Oh, that's not a good name. Isn't that the guy that police sit, set up? Derek knows about this guy. That's him, right? Something about a pipeline. Uh, he says, hitting up Sam Tripoli tonight. I would get a pick with some dag gear on it with Sam, but Rance hasn't made the snapback hat in the grift shop I've been requesting. Tisk tisk. Hasn't made the snapback. Do we have those? <laughs> I don't know. I ple- Again, Your Honor, I don't know. I don't know anything about what goes on in this company. I'm incompetent. I'm inept. I'm out of my mind. I'm eccentric. I keep strange hours. I talk to a goat figurine. Your Honor, I can't be held responsible for anything that goes on in this, in this fucked up outfit. I resent the fact that you're even asking me these questions. A man so clearly as mentally handicapped as I... This is outrageous. This is the age of the they-thems. I demand to be included in the inclusiveness. My mental illness is my strength, and I'm tired of being persecuted for it. Philip, take us home. Take us home, Philip. And I want ice cream on the way home. The vanilla kind with the little chocolate bits in them. Wherefore we caught it last time. <laughs> It's been a long week. You have no idea. It was it was just it was mentally exhausting. They sit there and listen to people just talk total non like <sighs> you know, it's it's not the best. Um I gotta get through these here. Uh Alex Wood says when Derek finishes selling his books, you could write one too and call it Mein Lieben von Vorgericht. My life in court. <laughs> I I could. I don't know, man. I just never. Writing a whole book seems like a lot. Like I wouldn't be able to do it in any. It would be huge. It would be like a thousand pages. It would be so. It would be like gargantuan. I'd be like John. I'd be that like R. R. Martin freak. Then it would just be like. It would kill me. I would never stop it. It would it would be one of these things I never finish. You know what I mean? You know, like year six, like I said, the 2,000 page manuscript. <laughs> I just go crazy. Like you're asking me to you're asking me to go into some places that I don't know if it's good for me mentally with my personality. I don't know. There's some boxes and drawers and doors you just I mean it says danger right on there. It says do not open. And you're like asking me to open. I don't know. Fuck it. I mean, if it comes down to it, you know, why not? Might as well go crazy. <laughs> Short and long says leave passes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I got you, when I got in, you only got one blank leave pass to type out on a typewriter. If you fucked it up, you were still out of luck. <laughs> Ruthless. Hellbilly says you're wearing a lawyer costume. Every stream, but the fuck it streams. I guess they kind of are, but you'd have to wear a tie. You can't get away with this in a courtroom. You know, that'd be, that'd be, that would be a little bit much. As, a, as as the lawyer, for sure. If you, Not the lawyer. It's like, who's this dickhead? You know, you must think you're some fucking cool guy. No tie. Oh, look at you. Like, that's what I would say about me. <laughs> but even I wear a tie. Come on now. Come on now. Is this in a barn animal place? Come on now. Dress yourself for God's sakes, people. For God's sakes. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. 
It's so true, though. Like, both, you know, so the whole thing, the whole experience is just ridiculous. The whole thing is just, and when it's all, it's all over basically nothing. Like, I can't, I can't wait to just be able to freely talk about all, all the stuff that happened because, oh my God, it's just, it's just, it's, t- <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it if it didn't happen to me. I'd be, I wouldn't believe it. It's so ridiculous. Oh, OG Mango uh, says tonight on Dag and Order, Jeremy the lawyer is calling out everyone on Philip Bustering. Oh, no. Philip Bustering. Hellbilly Deluxes can't wait for the energy drink water fountains. Sarcasm. That could happen. I mean, that that's possible. That could. If there's a way to make that happen, it'll happen. So I feel like it. Probably a matter of time. I think Logan Paul will be behind it. If that's if there's ever going to be energy drink water fountains, it's going to be Logan Paul's fault. I don't don't tell me how I know this. I just I have a f- very strong psychic impulse <laughs> that the world will end on New Year's Eve when Logan Paul reveals energy drink water fountains. Ginger Snap says, it's nice to see things swinging back this way in 2024, watching Rebel and the fake rights credibility being murdered by their own hand in real time is quite satisfying. Tribe and Train, year of the bigot. It is. It is. Things have definitely turned around, haven't they? What a difference a year makes. So many people talked so much shit and they got fucking blown up. Imagine how hard it would be. Where's the song? I can't. We gotta. We gotta give them a little bit of. You know. Is this the one? I mean, come on. How to be that committed to a story? You know. And it just goes so embarrassingly bad. Like one after the other, after the other, after the other. And it just keeps getting worse. No charges, what? Segarak only got house arrest after running over five He's out of jail, what did they plead guilty to? A minor ticket offense? I don't know. I mean, I'd I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed. I'd be very embarrassed. Yeah, well, it's still it doesn't mean re. There's there's incredible. We've made so many people re. We've actually like rearranged the landscape of political of Canadian uh, political online discourse. We've literally gone in like a like violently just reached in and punched a hole in the whole thing. Now now they all have to deal with us. It's hilarious. Ezra blocked like 300 accounts today. All day. I was like, just do to check it in. There's new people being like, me too. Me too. Yeah, he got me too. I also blocked, 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 blocked. So he's like, is he just here all day going, uh, 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 block, 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 block. Like, is he doing that or is someone else doing that? Is there some assistant that has to go? Like, the fact it's happening at all is like... I, 
<laughs> oh no! Did we get to him? <laughs> the criticism must upset have upset him for some reason. Jeez. Maybe don't lie about people. <laughs> how, how could this have happened? How, why is this happening to me? It's anti-Semitism is what it is. No, you're just a liar and we don't like you. Hellbilly Deluxe says, we are their building seven. That, that could be a shirt. Dagalon is building seven. That's not bad. There's something to that one. There's a, there's a, somebody, somebody unwrap that for me. Where's Fairy? Put that in his big brain computer and see what comes out of there. I want to see what that one does. See what that one does. It's like a fax machine. What do you think about this idea? Huh? Yeah, that's not bad. That'll work. <laughs> it's possible. Dagalon is building seven. <laughs> it's a great big problem that nobody wants to talk about because it doesn't go anywhere fun for anybody. So we're just going to ignore it forever. Don't look at it. It's so funny. That's a good one. Uh, OG Mango says many vibrations can take down infrastructure, bridges, buildings. Vib- yeah, what were we talking about that? I think I was talking about that on one of the other streams. We had talked about this one with another guy. It was like, you have to break step across a bridge because if you march across, it'll bring it down. Dancing. Yes, we considered this. I wonder what building was taken down by a bunch of dancing people. If you Google dancing people and buildings collapsing or just generally stick to that trend. I mean, there, surprisingly, you would think this, is, this would be a weird combination. But there, there is, there is a, tr- a treasure at the end of the yellow brick road. It's, it's very... The truth is stranger than fiction. Nigel says, hey, man. Hey, brother. Thank you for constantly, consistently killing it. Figured I'd pop in and pay the goat. Work, sleep, train, eat, sleep, repeat. No days off. Take some. Take some days off. You know, treat yourself once in a while. We can't have you going completely insane. You know, people are already scared. Like the lefties are already terrified of you. People send me screenshots sometimes. and There's people on Twitter just be like, this guy's fucking, oh, my God, he's running up and down the He's wearing a fucking bulletproof vest. He's trading for a war. They're just losing their minds. It's just go. He's just exercising. <laughs> he's so fucking aggressively white. Yes, yes, he is. Oh, ah, the world is our playground, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, he says, let the politicians and fags have it. Yeah, let them let them play their games. It's all gonna it's gonna go nowhere good. I don't know. Uh, who's gayer and who's crazier? You know? That's the that's the choice. What party they gotta be NDP or something, right? I hope. I hope there's not a new imagine there's a new Oh god, that could happen. I don't want to give them any ideas. That'd be the most obnoxious political party in history. That would be that would be like one of the signs. That would be that has to be some kind of pagan sign of the apocalypse. Huh. CRJ says if you want to see actual Canada, please look up cellular coverage maps like Rogers tell us. We are a nation of dots, cities, and little strings. Most of Canada is uninhabitable. That's true. 
There's a reason people don't live there. It's uh, brutally cold. Very hostile climate. Very hard to live in. It's, uh, oh, that's on, it's just right there. There's so many. The problem is that we need more people. Look at all of this space. Empty space. What, what, what can you do with empty space is that you can fill it with most of India. This is just common sense for common people. Look, all of Manitoba is basically just nothing. We'll just put everyone there. Put the things in the empty spots. I did it on SimCity when I was in college. Trust me. It makes sense. It's common sense. You smug jackasses. You thought this was a game. You thought you thought Dark PP was just a game. Well, I've been listening to Ben Shapiro's gangster rapping. And here's some common sense for you. I'll I'll call the fucking cops on you for talking about me on the internet. I will. I'm very thin-skinned. I'm very, very easily upset. I respond to name-calling like a baby. I've had to take off my glasses because people kept calling me Millhouse. Because of that son of a bitch and his disgusting goat rapist god that he prays to. <laughs> I'm thirsty, but we, he's right. We got to fill up the empty space. There's all that empty space. Just, just, just pump millions of Africans into the plains of Saskatchewan. Just, just, just put them in. Put them in, Phil. What's that? India? Yeah, give me India. Put it in. Put it in. Put it in. Get in there. Get in there. There's lots of room. There's lots of room. Go live at the North Pole, you son of a bitch. Get in. If you can't laugh, you'll go insane. And then if you go insane, you can't win, and winning is all that matters. So you have to laugh at these retards. Ah, 
The old night train days. <laughs> Remember those, Phil? <laughs> Phil's still living them. Phil will never give up the night train. It's his identity. It's who he is. It's what he identifies as. <laughs> a human, a spectral night train of <laughs> furious partying and a very, very big bad temper. Zio Bubba says, hey, boss, you know that thing we talked about the other day with the guy? It's done and here's your cut. I see. This feels this feels illegal. I don't know what's going on here. I'm for legal reasons, I have no idea what's happening. I'm simply accepting money because I am a whore. And people give them to, give me money and I just take it from them. I don't care who it is. I don't have to do anything. I just take it. They give it to me and they're like, "Here." I'm like, "Thanks." And I take it. What do you want from me? What do you want me to not do that? Oh no, no, thank you. Here, half money. No. No, I keep I can't. <laughs> they're up to something they're planning something no they're just they don't understand it it's so you have to explain these things in court it's insane it's like bust you know it's like a guitar case people throw money in it they like it they don't i don't care whatever guys playing a song whatever what kind of money laundering scheme there's no scheme what oh my god they just can't believe there's nothing. Like, there must be some sinister, massive criminal element happening somewhere. There isn't. Oh, my God. Stop getting so upset so easily. Jimmy goes to Ottawa, says, go buy Derek's book, and thanks uh, for what you do, Rage. Thank you, man. Jimmy goes to Ottawa. That could have been, been another name for Derek's book. Derek goes to Ottawa. <laughs> He's in an 18-wheeler on the front of it. That'd be amazing. Um... What else? The bigoted beehive. Steven Spergberg says, imagine this the center version of Putin and cocaine Phil on a mission. Oh, good Lord. Putin on cocaine would be hilarious. Ceases they them. Uh, what? Ragingdistant.com, DennisRancor.ca, and CorbettReport.com is all I need to read and see at the moment. <laughs> Ceases they them. Thank you very much. I think, or are you, or are we all going to be implicated in some kind of nefarious setup scheme? What remains to be seen. Just Nancy. Did it used to be more? Did it used to be Nancy and something, or Nancy? Now it's just Nancy. It's a strange. I don't know. She says, rock on. A little something for the fight fund. Thank you very much. Chucky's extremist circuses don't ever take Chucky out of the box or you get them out with a horseman. Exactly. Exactly. Do not poke animal. You poked animal. What happened? You got all mad and attacked me. Well, you fucking poked him in the eye. Don't do that. Silly. Silly. Don't, don't be silly. Come on. Don't be silly. Come on. Do it. Uh, Jason says, Ezra Suit. <laughs> I need, uh, oh, what is it? It's not this one. Oh, what the hell is it? That stupid, what's that stupid theme song? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, this is killing me. Bum, bum, bum. Why can't I remember the name of this damn show? 
Someone save me. Someone knows exactly what I'm about to say, but can't. I'm telling you, it's this psychic warfare. They're trying to lock me up. They're trying to lock up my mouth. I can't go on without it. Snow's <laughs> now funny. It was a stupid, sarcastic. De- yes! Sco- okay, that's creepy, Scotian lady. Wow. I didn't think anybody would actually get it, but they did. So, <laughs> Jason says. Ezra sued me today. Ezra sued me today for stating truthfully that he used Coot's disclosure to smear you. This will get interesting. It's already quite interesting. That was probably a mistake, Ezra, but... Oh, man. When people go crazy, it's crazy. It's it's wild to watch people just go completely mad. And I've and I, I believe it. I've seen this happen in uh, in court already, in various places where they'll just double down on something that's already insane and just make it look way worse. <laughs> you know, the judge is like, "What the fuck?" And I don't know. I mean, uh, hey, what did Sun Tzu say? Right? I didn't even check uh, Odyssey this whole time. I'm going to do that now. I feel bad. Soaker City says, you continue to be a huge inspiration to Canadians. Keep it up. Thank you, man. Says, here's some money to soap up for that goat for once. Yeah, he's a fucking vacuum. He says, uh, that's a euphemism for your own two nuts. Oh! Oh! Thanks, man. Uh, Nazarite says, salutations. Thank you, brother. Says, I've been reading about counterinsurgency tactics used in Afghanistan in 2002 to 09. All of it sounded fucked up politics. And as I was reading, I couldn't see a real reason you guys were there. Yeah, it was very confusing. It, it was very nonsensical and it needs, it should be, it should be obvious, right? If something that huge has to happen, everyone should be very clear on the reason why, like it shouldn't even need to be said. Like, why are we at war again? What? You should never have to ask that question. Should be very obvious. Like you just went to a war and you're like, wait, why did it, why are we doing this again? I forget. I forget why. I forget when I why I signed up for the murder Olympics. Why did I do that again? Was there was there girls here? Like what was was I drunk? I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, while you're there and while it's happening, you don't, you can't think about any of this shit, really. There's no, you're just too worried about not dying. Um, It's later when you have to justify or, or things, things can transpire that make it more and more difficult to ignore. And then it just becomes impossible. And then it's uh, very upsetting. But hey, buy the ticket, take the ride. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's like you get what you deserve. <laughs> oh, you didn't you didn't want all this crap to happen through the military? Then why'd you join the military? You're smart enough. You should have known that was probably what was going to happen, and that's true. Yeah, probably should. 
So he was like, yeah, you know, you're, this is all this crazy shit's probably going to happen if you're not killed at all. Like, yeah, I probably still would have done it because it was just what I needed to do at the time. Um, hello. <laughs> what do you got for me? Tea? Tea? Okay. <laughs> uh, Nanza writes, says, I was reading about uh, Canadian operations in Zari and Panjwe. Yep, that was us. 2006 and 2007 were pretty spicy. Can't remember. Uh, eight, I wasn't around. For, I don't. That one wasn't too bad. It kind of tapered off around nine, and then ten, and then uh, I think 2010 was probably. I think the move back to Kabul. And then by 12, I think by 2012 we were out of there, or late 2012 or early 2013. So, pretty much from 2000 and. There was some incidents <laughs> from like 02 to, to 6 or 5, but 2006 to 2010 was pretty pretty bad. <laughs> it was like it was like Vietnam bad. It wasn't it was like you're guaranteed it's not going to be good. Your bad things will happen to you if you go out there right now anywhere between these years. Like what are the chances of some bad I'm going to have a bad day if I stay here for 6 months 100%, okay? 100%. Is there a chance I could die? A high one, yes. I think our casualty rate was like 30%. Killed or wounded, it was like 30% of our combat units. Like, that's crazy high. That's very bad. The only reason we didn't have way more deaths is because we have, uh, like, bulletproof plates and stuff now. We have um, advanced medical. We've got, like, quick clot and all these different devices and things to keep people alive that they didn't have in the day that, uh, you know... In the 80s, you, you'd have twice as many dead. We would have three or 400 dead guys instead of, uh, what is it, 159 or 160? You know, so. Good time. It was a good time. <laughs> wasn't. It was not. It was not, in fact, a good time. <laughs> I want Morgan Freeman to correct all of my sarcasm forever. It was definitely not a good time. Oh, he's suing Jason Levine. <laughs> Shut up! Stop talking! That's just a bully move. Because he did. 100%. Everything he said is provably just true. Provably just true. Provably untrue. I've seen secret documents. They're setting up. No, you didn't. That didn't happen. Those don't exist. <laughs> You're telling me they're sitting on evidence that this is what's happened and they're like, you know what? Let him go with a fucking possession charge. You know, something that would have been, you would have been pulled over and given a fine for. All right. Never mind. Never mind the two years detention, everybody. What grand conspiracy is it this time? What, what rabbit out of the hat will it be to explain away how this time... It's good. We're gonna we're we're having we're having fun. We're doing good. We're doing great, kid. Uh, Ceases they them says I needed a laugh. It says Ceases they them double o seven. See, I don't, this could be Ceases. It really could be. It's possible. It's okay. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind having friends. You know, 
Be a double agent. Work for us. You know, it's way more fun. And you know your own bosses are retarded. They'll never catch you. No one would ever believe you. No one would ever believe that that's what's happening. Even if your friends found out. We're like, dude, I'm telling you, they're working for the Dagalon people. They're feeding them information. Nobody would ever believe that. You'd be like, are you kidding? These people are obsessed. They're, they're still butthurt about the about before. You know, they're still, they've got this crazy idea in their head. They're thinking about, you know, the goat people. It's all, it's just, it's paranoid delusions. I think they're, uh... I think they're starting to crack under the pressure, boss. I think you should uh, fire them and give me a promotion. <laughs> That's what I think. No, he's working for that. No. It'd be easy. It'd be easy. Then you could play both sides. I mean, there's there's a lot in this for you. And there's some in it for us. And there's nothing in it for Ceases. Now we're going to be, is it, am I being charged with su- possible seduction of an agent? Is that a crime? Full disclosure, I don't know if that's illegal or not. I, should I call my lawyer? I can call him right now. Could you imagine if I did that live? And he doesn't know for like weeks. Every night I'm calling him like some crazy legal question. And he's just like, what? No. And explains why. It's called What's Illegal Tonight with Sharif. <laughs> I just Would it be illegal if... Yes, it's illegal. Don't do that. Oh, fuck. Okay, never mind. Boop. Tonight on, is it illegal? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's Canada. Like, we're scared of it. Like, people are scared to talk now. That's honestly, that's how bad it is. I'm kidding, but there are lots of people that are afraid to say things out loud. They talk in hushed voices about things. In their own houses. (laughs) <laughs> people are afraid of their own phones. You know how many people I know? They're like, oh, we, gotta, we put our phones in the microwave in this house. I'm like, okay. Like at the level of paranoia. And it's like, it's not unfounded. The government does appear to be out of control, doesn't it? It does seem that way. It seems to be play, getting a little loose with the rules. GB Max says, show Bob's and Vagine. GB Mac. Why? Why are you going there? Don't summon their presence. Because if they come, then... Listen, you can't. You can't say the phrases. They hear these words. They come, you know, I don't know how they know, but they know and they're here and they're looking around. They're like, where, where is Bob and Virgin? <sighs> Astro sweat. That's great. That's the sweat of an astronaut. You know, that's noble. That's better than the sweat of a person that's just a ground loser, you know, I guess. Clinton signing is business and business is good. Oh, are you the are you the guy? Can we can I pay you to never kill me? How ethical of a hitman are you? Like do, are you one of these guys that's like I always keep my word no matter what? Or are you just like a, sto- a total psych I'm just killing for money, I don't care what happens. There's no reason for me to give you money. But if you're actually like an honorable guy, I'd be like, I'll give you five grand and never kill me. And it's like, hey, I've already he's already got me on retainer. I can't murder him, sorry. So when they try to hire you, you're the best guy, right? So I'm knocking off, I'm buying off competition. They're going to have to work their way down to mid-range assassins. It's like, you know, Dan and the boys. And you're like, I don't know, you know. They basically just play Xbox and they do a lot of drugs. And, you know, it could go sideways. So your options. (laughs) Should I discuss my battle plans? Let me call my lawyer again. Stop calling me for your fucking podcast. 
I'm, I'm not. I would never do that. Never do that. Boop. Uh, <laughs> that would be funny, though. But I couldn't. Um, don't Clinton side me. Those people are scary. Uh, J- JSD Kings says, thank you for your service. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, the service thing is kind of, I think Derek said, somebody said to him once, we should just start saying, I'm sorry for your service. (laughs) It's like, that's more accurate. Actually, that's more of a welcome sentiment. I'm sorry for your service. You're like, ah, thanks. Actually. Yeah, I know. It was Jesus, this place, you know, that would go over well with most veterans, (laughs) pretty much the honest ones, which is so stick to the infantry, the the combat arms guys. Oh. That's funny. Jimmy goes to Ottawa. Says, oh, I read that one. Jimmy goes to Ottawa. And what does he find? Corruption, corruption through all mankind. <laughs> uh, am I all caught up? What time is it? My goodness, it's late. The hour is late, Philip. Um, play, <laughs> CRJ says, play the Ezra Grift dildo clip. I don't have, where is that? I'm trying to beautiful mind where that is on the internet. I don't remember where I saw it last. Uh, Zanel says, as court wraps up in your favor, you need to break out a Don Cherry suit towards the end. <laughs> Just be obnoxious. No, no. No, no. There's no need. There's no need. <laughs> it's kind of fun watching some of these people squirm around and you just... Nah, that's right. Uh-oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, what, what are you asking about that for? Oh, don't just answer the question, please. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You ever get to fight the government in court, though? I mean, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and win? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel very good about it. I've always wanted to go. I've been ready to go to trial since forever. Long time. Let's go. Let's go. Can't wait. I'm not the one holding things up. Scotian lady says, cheers to you and Morgan and your legal team. It was insane to witness. Yeah, she was there. Six full days of delusional sense of superiority and wild misunderstandings of reality. It's always great when Philip is mentioned in court. <laughs> Philip has made some appearances, haven't you, buddy? He's popular. The judge wants to know about him. She wants to know what he's up to. I think they may have a prior relationship. <laughs> Philip, stay away from the judge. Don't you, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Imagine they play this in court. They're stalking me for the record. If this is being played in court, it's because they're stuck. They're watching everything for hours and hours and hours. It's like, oh, hey, we take this little clip out of context. For God's sakes, I don't follow you around with a recorder all day long. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you don't say anything even remotely that anybody could possibly know. All heavens know. Get bent. <laughs> Frig off. Friggin' spies. Frig off, spies. Trying to have a good time with my mental illness and my gut figurine. What are you doing? You're ruining it. 
I don't know why this, uh, every time I switch to that camera, but not every time, it resets the decibel, it, 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 you know, makes it a million percent louder. It just did it there. But it doesn't always. It did it again. Okay, what's going on here? <laughs> Maybe I just have to be cognizant of this. Philip, your camera's defective. It, why did, he's, you've got it set up so it just blasts mute. Yeah, it sure does. All right, then. That's there. There's the problem. It's your face. Drawing too much amperage out of the computer. Creating a music loud bomb with your face, Phil. Your face is too loud. Uh, OG Mango says, you know what? Maybe we should put all the migrants in somewhere like the Northwest Territories and let nature take its course. Yeah, empty all that empty land, right? Because that's where they're going to go, right? Right, CPC? That's where they'll go. They'll just they'll just go into the middle of the forest in northern Saskatchewan with the grizzly bears and the no food and the... Yeah, yeah, there you go. Go figure it out. Go build some log cabins. We'll fucking come back and check on you in six months. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. No, they're going to jam them into buildings in downtown Calgary and tell you to go do that. If anything, if anybody's getting forced into the woods, it's not them. Jeez. This place is crazy. This place is bananas. It's bananas. Crisby says there's a lot of empty space in Millhouse's head. <laughs> Fill it up with... Well, sir, I can't... You know. Trying to make me fit like... They're watching everything. Now you're going to get investigated. Crispy. Now you're now they're going to come to your house. They keep coming to everybody's house. Now you're now they're going to come to your house. Uh Octostein says PP has autism and thinks immigration is like Tetris. It's his favorite game. Oh. Is that a sign of autism because I really liked Tetris? Me and Morgan have this theory you're like where we're all we're actually all of us are autistic. Like, that might actually be true. We all kind of joke about that, but it's like, actually, <laughs> some people are looking into this, and they're like, there might be. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be NDP politician level. Like, our mental health is a train wreck. You should put us in charge. I love gay sex, and I'm fucking out of my mind on pills, and I'm in so much therapy, and my mental health is in the toilet. Can I be in charge of the city, please? Right away. Right away, madam. Right away, right this way. Here, would you like access to the nuclear weapons, too? Yes, I would. I'm going to blow up a country because I don't like the kinds of purses that it makes. Yes, of course, let's destroy the Philippines. It's good. I don't, I mean, let's, let's explore this path. I think it'll be entertaining for everyone. I want to see, I want to see where Janice can take us. Jan, Janice? Jan, Janet? Janor, but I don't know what I... Again, it's unclear. I'm not intentionally trying to be disrespectful. I, it's just very un, It's very unclear to me. I don't know what to... I don't know what... I'm just going to watch from a distance. Just don't... I'm just going to stay... But I'm, I'm not here. Let's just carry on. My mental health, of course my mental health is in the toilet. I mean, therapy bills are crazy. <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> I 
guess, I mean, they're honest. I mean, is that, a, I mean, that's okay. You got it. That's something, right? We got to give them that. They are being honest about being gay and insane. So there's that. It would be bad. It would be worse if they weren't. If they if they insisted, they were like, "I am a f- super stable, totally not a problem to function person." And you're like, "Why do you have 19 prescriptions?" <laughs> like that would be now. See, that's deception. That's not good, right? That's ill will. That's not that's not a good character trait. So, like I'm saying, let's give them a chance. Let's let's give the let's give the extremely mentally ill lesbians a chance. Think of what they can build. It would, it would, it would just be four years of gay pride, you know, all all of that stuff, it nonstop. Nothing else would get looked at, or if it did, it would be like the police would be like, "We need more money. The city's on fire. The city's on fire!" And they're like, "You don't have enough rainbow flags on your cars." And it would, ah! you know, I don't know. I, I mean, that's maybe we have to sacrifice a city, guys. Four years of rainbows and lube. That's right, Foglight. That's that's going to be the Netflix documentary series. That's what's going to be called. Four years of lube and rainbows. You know, we might have to sacrifice a city. We may ha- we might have to put these people in charge, and just so everybody. I mean, I don't want this to happen. But if it's going to be, we lose a city or we lose the whole country. I will give them Calgary. Let's be honest, guys. It's pretty much gone. It's pretty much gone as it is. So if it, if it, if the shock value of just watching it go completely to ruin in real time doesn't you know alarm people to start to feel to want to get engaged elsewhere, I don't know what else we can do. So we may have to, or is it Edmonton? Where are they? Let's just give them the city and see what happens. Let's see what it does to their their lust for power. Where do they go next? Where do they take the gay crusade next? Are they are they going for Ottawa? Is that the ultimate goal? Then what? Then what happens? Mandatory gay at gunpoint. Gunpoint gay. Gunpoint gun. <laughs> gunboat. Gunboat gunpoint gayness. The triple G platform of the new rainbow government party. You'd better listen to them because they're very mentally ill. And their therapy bills are going to put us in debt. We we had to we had to leverage the housing sector uh, to pay to pay the medical bills of our of our government. And their the amount of I mean the Xanaxes and the Clonazepams. It's just it's it's adding up. It's a lot, man. It's a lot of drugs. And otherwise, you know, and they're not getting a lot done. I mean, there's again every night seems to be some kind of. A get together. I, I don't. I don't know what else. Very depressed in all my years working as a person in the Ottawa area. Never seen it quite like this. Now that this bad, so I don't know. It's risky, guys. We could give them a city, but it could. It could just. It, I don't know. That that could spread. This is dangerous. This is ex, this is experimental surgery. I don't know. Maybe we. I'm having a conundrum. Do we fight this or do we encourage it? 
as representatives of the of the you know state appointed group of accelerationists, I suppose we must now decide which of these options you know for the sake of common not because we are the experts on accelerating things, I guess. Um, which of these will make things go make get worse faster? I think we give them the city. <laughs> I think I think we give them the city. It could go tits up. It could go tits up, Boiling Frog. The whole thing could go tits up. That's 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 a possibility. We have to be ready for that. It's something to, to consider. This is not a light decision. We can't just be doing this. we got to think about this over the next little while. If we're going to give the city to Janice and uh, whoever, whatever. Where is it? I think it's, El- well, they said Alberta, right? So I'm, I'm far away, but. <laughs> I'll be safe for now. I'll I'll be okay. Be a little while before they make their way out this far. <laughs> um, do we have? Is it autism? Do is that it? Do we have aut- Morgan? I don't know. If she found. I think we do. I think I am. Yes. Um, Boiling Frog says, "Salute, sir. It's Jennifer Solnier's birthday." From reading her chat messages, I know she's our top kid diddler hater. Oh no. That's a that's that's an accomplishment around here. She really hates them. Maybe you could play a good pedo hunter clip to make her happy. I don't think I have any of those handy. Um somebody was talking about this on another stream and I can't remember. I I had the thought but I think I got cut off or something and I lost it. Um But I can't remember, like, where I heard this. Well, a guy, a guy in the military told me this once, and I'm, but I'm pretty sure I heard it in a movie also. But or maybe not. It's unclear. But I know he told me this, and it's like if you got that from the movie or not. But it, but it's true. And he was, and he seemed like he, well, I knew that he knew, you know, what he was talking about. There's. Anyway, he said, when it comes to the, when it comes to like putting people down, let's say it's best to, you don't enjoy it. You don't make a spectacle of it. You don't do any of that shit. You just, you know, it's like shooting a horse or something, anything else. You just go do it, get it done, clean it up. And that's it. If you start you start to uh, delve delve into that. You will you will not come back as a human being. You will turn into something else, and that's not something you can undo ever. So, you know, it's it's good advice. You know, it's a good it's a good warning. You know, don't look at you know the, the old don't look into the abyss too long kind of thing. Because it's not—it's not worth winning if you—if you turn into a total fucking lunatic, right? <laughs> I won at what cost? You know, like oh god, something to think about. You know, you got to keep because that's again, that's what makes us different. We're supposed to be uh, governed by different principles. Certain things matter that don't seem to matter to these people. The freaks, the goblin freaks. Um, but yeah, that guy was, uh, I don't know if he's a war criminal or not, (laughs) but it was an intense conversation I had with this guy once and I'm pretty sure 
I could have swore. I thought I heard something like that in a movie somewhere, but uh, I can't remember. But he was a he was like a senior, like special forces guy, and he, he was you know. He's somebody I wouldn't want to be around all the time because he's just intense, you know. <laughs> um, uh, CRJ says it's in the t- uh, Telegram. Burke made it. Oh, jeez. Why do I? Ha- what? What am I looking for? Which? Where? Okay. I don't know. Can I play this, or am I going to get sued for this too? I might be. But then everybody will call me a pussy. So I don't know. I don't know what this says. I don't know. I don't think it's... I think it's a... I think it's protected artwork. Tonight on Rebel Jew's Eye, you're... Con- oh. Yes, this is some kind of... Some kind of pranks, prank someone's playing. Trolled opposition overlord Ezra Levant will grift even harder. We're going to grift like you cannot even believe. Then I will shove a dildo up my ass just to defeat Jeremy McKenzie and his racist Nazi friends. Join us at fundezrasdildopurchase.com. Well, I don't I don't know about that. That seems manipulated. That seems like manipulated footage to me. Seems somewhat convincing, but I don't think that was real. Hmm. Who made this? Godzilla says, comp me on my next super chat and I'll promise not to kill you. What? For $3? No. What? Comp me on my next... Why? Who are you? What did you say? This guy was working for the Clintons. He's high up. Who are you? Guy that killed a puppy once? You know? Come on. I need resumes. You can't just open... You can't just open, you know, cold threaten. This guy made it clear who he was from the beginning. Sir, learn how to negotiate. <laughs> Not today, says gamers rise up. Joker smiling meme pushes glasses up meme. <laughs> ah, it's time to rise up. Um, let's see. What did Wycliffe do? What are you talking about? You leave Greg alone. Uh, Mr. Sunshine Baby says, we own the libs, bro. PP is my guy. So cool. He could totally fuck my wife. I don't think that's the real Sunshine Baby, but. There are men that would, though. I believe that. I believe there's guys that, if that for some reason, for whatever reason, became a thing. He demanded it. They would. They would let him. Which, so I mean, that's disturbing when you think about it. What a dark super chat! How dare you make me think about this? Cindy Lee says one of my best friends is living her best life now since all the new arrivals started coming in. I told her I won't go on any blind dates set up by her. Not my thing. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh. Living her best life, huh? Okay. Have fun, fun with that. Uh, all right, I think I'll caught up here and there and everywhere. Bad Grandpa says, sorry I'm late. I ate some cheese and fell asleep. This is what I'm talking about. I've been warning you about it, the cheese, and yet no one listens. No one listens. No one listens about the cheese. Okay, we did, we did death by cringe. We don't, we don't need that anymore. 
Let's just get rid of that. I don't want to accidentally open that ever again. Spent too much time on it already. Pretty bad, pretty painful. Tour time. Looks like July. Looks like we're get, we're looks like we're gonna do this. I'll let you know as things kind of uh, unfold here, but we're in the planning stages and things are coming along. So maybe I'll come ruin your town, get kicked out of it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll bring the guys and you know. Derek's got his dog. Like he'll probably he'll, the dog will probably piss on your lawn. I don't know. It any, anything's possible. But we're doing it. God damn it! It needs to be done. Yeah. Someone says you miss Morgan. Me too. Where'd she go? She's around here somewhere, drinking her tea, drinking my tea. The nerve of this woman! The nerve of this woman. But yeah, that's what we're gonna do. But uh, probably July it's looking like. So hang, held on to your butts. Um, Man of the Mountain says that when they were trying to reinsert my arm in the ER, I gave them my address. What they had asked was, how much do you weigh? Which resulted in a near lethal dose of intravenous ketamine. Whoa. I saw things. Very disturbing things. It looked like Richard Nixon, but with more arms. Whoa, that's frightening. You gotta get me the fuck out of here. I'm entrapped here. What is this goddamn dimension? Ah! Get me the fuck out of here! Yeah, random trapped soul Richard Nixon yelled at him from ketamine dimension. I've never done ketamine. I don't know what that is, what that's like. I thought it was a tranquilizer, isn't it? I've not done most drugs. I I, well, some, some. Yeah, some, obviously. <laughs> you think that guy's done some drugs? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. That's funny. Yeah, he's losing his mind. He's laughing at his own jokes. Hellbilly says, we need a bigot breeding program. Oh, I have two kids, one within age. Well, he's up front. Just going full Amish. Who here has stock to breed? I've got two. One with age. Bring me. Bring me your your stock. (laughs) That I might peruse it. (laughs) Buying people like horses. Mm. People are measuring their skulls with tape and stuff. Schizogenetic perfection lottery uh, auctioneering sp- baby night. I don't know. Hell, hosted in Bavaria for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. It's come. Yeah, Jennifer, that's right. It's come to this. It could come to that, Hellbilly. We don't know. I mean, I'm laughing now, and he's probably like, this isn't funny. And I'm like, I, I'm just, I'm making fun of it because we have to be, because it is scarily like that might, it may come to that. So we have to be able to laugh about it because it's what's fertility at down 87%, huh? Is that, is that the right, is that the number? Oh, that's not catastrophic or anything. That's, that's, you guys saw children of men, right? Did I call this or did I call this? What stream was that? We've recently developed a team of schizos that are able to delve back. 
And again, thank you guys so much for that. My lawyer was like, do you happen to have any clips of like the following things just in case? And I'm like, you're asking to me to go through like 30,000 hours of material. And he's like, well, it would really help if you could. So I'm like, can you guys find these very specific, you know? Sure. And they went through like hundreds of episodes somehow in a couple of days. And they're like, here you go. It was like, holy fucking God. So we have that ability now. <laughs> Don't make us dig up the clips. I said this stuff. Does you ever see that movie, Children of Men? That's what scares me. I remember I saw that movie. I left the theater kind of concerned. Like, that's that's just too sinister of an idea to feel like somebody just thought that up. for. Like, someone has thought about this. And they're doing all these mass vaccinations and all of this stuff. And it's like, they're not just going to kill you, drop you dead. Everybody would figure it out immediately. And some people did die immediately. But it can't be that fast. It would have to be drawn out over years and years. But even better than that is, what if you just sterilized everybody? By the time they figure it out, it's too late. It can't be undone. And uh, it's done. Everybody will just, that'll be it. Fertility rate drops off a cliff. You know, there's a fraction of each one, each generation. And uh, that'll be that. What would you even do? Now, if you were going to take people out, that's what I would have done. I would have gone with that option. That one seems very total and complete. That's a real, that's a real massive, like, and and did that happen? Don't know. No one seems to be looking into it. Worse yet, I don't think anyone would acknowledge it if it it was. I did see a study, though, or something come out where they were like, hey, uh, it it turns out maybe these, these, these medicine time might have been a little dangerous. Might have been worse. It might have been a terrible idea. Um, that's that's been uh, going around the news. Let me get through these. Uh, Donkey says, "Don't read a book. It's not good for you." There's some 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 books are good for you. Some are not. Some Stephen King books have child orgies in them. I've read about two child orgies in my life in books. Both of them were in Stephen King. Coincidentally, kids doing weird sex acts and like kid like kids like thirteen year olds. Like what do you what do you, what do you Stephen, why, what do you, why? Uh, mm, it's, you know, uh, something's not okay with you. Kind of concerned. You ever been to Masad Island by any chance? Just wondering, just curious. Can I see your passport, sir? Just wondering where you've been. Just want to take a look. Littlefoot says, will the tour in July include a six-hour ferry and an eight-hour drive to have all three of us newfies go to the show? Oh, my goodness. Six-hour ferry. and Where is that? From Newfoundland? Well, uh, well we're going to go through. Uh, on, <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. This is crazy. But do crazy things, right? That's how we fucking got here. That's how we're getting it done. Just keep doing crazy shit. Woo! So let's do that now. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go through Ontario and then just west to uh, where these schizos live in the Vancouver area and then back back again, back the other way. And then probably uh, probably the last one maybe or, or do in the like Niagara region, like down down south in southern Ontario somewhere. And then we got to get home. We got to get home and feed Philip before he gets out loose out of his cage. 
Probably for, I would say, three weeks and change in July sometime is what we're shooting for. I'm going to try to make five stops or so. Maybe six. I don't know. We're going to have to look at the numbers and the dates and, the, and where we and all of this kind of stuff is going to be worked on. But If you're in one of those provinces... Like, oh, can you come even closer? It's two hours away from my house. And motherfucker, I drove for four days. With Derek. <laughs> Fucking show up. God's sakes. Like, that's how I'm selling my own show. I'm berating my own fans. Guilting them into showing up. A dog peed on me today. You can't you can't drive three hours? If I if I if I have to come to your house, I fucking swear to God. <laughs> this is I've never seen it. I've this is uh, this is a weird advertising technique. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if you gave a fuck you would, yeah, you'd show up. You don't even care about me. You don't even show up. You <laughs> fucking god, you dickhead. <laughs> Something's gotta work. We gotta fill these seats. God damn it! No shame. No shame. It's all about the grift now, Phil. We're at war. This is wartime. We gotta fill these coffers, baby. We gotta get it done. Don't make me. I'll put you on OnlyFans, Phil. He'll he'll do it too. It's just. It's just, it's going to be a whole other controversial thing. And I don't, I mean, it's not, it's not even, it's going to be weird, like really hardcore. Like it, it's going to be unsettling to a lot of people, I think. But, you know, there's a market for everything, as he says. Uh, um, what are we talking about? Lunacy. Uh, Diago Eames says trailer park goes cross Canada tunnel finding and filling explore expedition. Yeah, we'll have to call it something crazy like that. Uh, OG Mango says I'll throw my hat in the breeding program. Oh, oh, you will? Now there's a program. Twenty three and six foot four preference given to taller women. I want seven foot German descent children. Well, there you go. Mango's in the in the in the market for. Uh, very lo- a tall, maybe a policewoman, maybe a six foot tall policewoman. That sounds like what he's looking for. I must breed. I need to have large children. I have many heavy objects on my farm and ranch that require manual labor and a high degree of mobility and skill and strength. You are an optimal breeding partner. Together we can build a strong, robust family that can mine the hills and farm the fields, and together we will become more powerful. With our children, we've made as slaves. So fucking romantic. <laughs> that's that's what women want to hear. <laughs> this is a logical proposal. I'm cutting to the chase. There's no need. There's no time. We have to start making babies. Now! Let's go! (laughs) There's no time. We need like 25 of them. We need to have at least 25 babies. (laughs) Imagine. 
I was reading this about somebody's family. They had an insane amount of kids, like 40. Like, what in the hell? Like, but some people have families of 20, 30, 40. Like, that's crazy. How did those women survive that? Like, imagine it just starts, imagine they just start getting faster and faster. Like, after your first 20 kids, it only takes six months. Like, actually, they start. Then it's just like every three months you you grow a whole new person. It's like you actually get really efficient at it. And uh, the first 10 kids are hard. But after that, it starts to really just becomes like an assembly line. That's the secret they don't want you to know. The Jews are hiding the secret of 40 children families. <laughs> oh... I can't imagine. I mean, you wouldn't even remember the names of all your kids. <laughs> they would be, I mean, the age gap. Would be, I, that's, anyway, that's just, that's just, that's crazy to me. That's so bananas. <laughs> that's pushing the envelope. That's living on the edge. That's just a whole, uh, there's so much to say about that. 40 kids. I have three. I have three. Three, three is a cute number to these people. Like three, I don't even remember. I routinely lose a dozen of them and I don't even notice. Three? <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, Mango and Hellbilly. There you go. Now there's, guys, stop selling your kids. He's like the oldest male, 5'9", 200. But no, no stop this. I'm not advertising. I'm not going to have you pimping your children. We've got enough legal problems as it is. I can't add this. We're not. Is this human trafficking? I don't. I don't know. It's uh, Sharif. <laughs> is this human trafficking? Okay. Bye. All hours of the night, all the time. He's like, what now? No, that's money laundering. Okay. Bye. Oh, uh, I'm I'm the most annoying man he's ever dealt with, no doubt. <laughs> OG Mango says German descent. Damn it, autocorrect. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You get really caught up in these standards. I mean, you know, there's no program. You know, like we're just kidding. I I mean, I hope not. But again, if there is one, I don't have any knowledge of it, and it's. There's no evidence that I had, I know anything about it, so I don't want to know about it. I want to stay insulated from these things. I have no this isn't this isn't about me. Don't don't bring me into your weird trap. See, I don't know. This is human trafficking. I think. Don't bring me into this. Jen Steen, how is it going, man? He says my non-binary niece from Calgary informed me of marriage with they them post-op trans partner. Can I get a sincere congratulations? Is this a true story? That is that is hard to process. If that's true, I I cannot. I the world has really, uh, really. It's really testing the limits of of everything, isn't it? Uh, Bad Grandpa says, "By the sixth concert through road trip, will morph into a Ramstein concert." What? By the sixth concert through. A, it'll morph into a Ramstein concert. 
Hellbilly says, I'm one of nine. Mom was one of 21. Yeah, we're, yeah, it was you, wasn't it, the other night, talking about you had 20 kids, 20, you know. It's crazy. Bad Grandpa says, it will, I, it will like the skit of Monty Python where a woman's doing dishes and a baby falls out. I don't know. Maybe they're just growing them that fast. I don't, it's hard to imagine. 40 kids, 30 kids is like, that's like, I mean, it's basically one kid a year. So you were pregnant and having kids every year for your entire life from the age of like 17 till six. Like that's what the fuck. No, no days off, you know, like the alt, the superwoman, like literally If that woman was alive now and she was walking around through towns, other women would probably just freeze in her presence and not want to be... Don't let her look at me. That's crazy. Tw- even even 21 kids is... Anyway, I'm just getting really hung up on this. It's just very <laughs> crazy to imagine. Um, Hellbilly says, what else is there to do on The Rock? Oh, in Newfoundland? I don't, I, I don't know. Nothing, I guess. Not a lot going on over there, it sounds like. Tenacious V says, a family from my hometown. They had 20 kids. Says, fuck the old girl right into an early grave. Old boy remarried and had seven more with her. 27 epic. Intense. That's a lot of people. OG Mango says, eventually Jeremy calls his lawyer and all we hear is, we're sorry, this number's been disconnected. That would eventually happen, I think. You're right. Uh, Hellbilly says Grams lived to 97. Well, allegedly, when uh, women have children, the leftover, there's some of the uh, material, genetic materials left over inside the inside the uterus, and it gets reabsorbed um, by the woman's body, and some of it is like stem cells, and it actually um, helps them live longer, and it like repairs things, and and it's part of the kind of part of the process, I guess. Um, so that's interesting. <laughs> I, I guess like oh you gotta you gotta put asterisks around everything like what did you mean by that like i can't we can't just say things now i can't just say things. I, I just know somebody was offended or upset by the fact that i said that what are you trying to say nothing i just god damn it some people are tall some people aren't like can we say that is anybody upset do we have to call the police Jesus, God. <laughs> Jesus, Santa Christ, God. <laughs> Ricky thought it was all the same thing. Santa God. Santa's God, obviously. Obviously Santa's God. I also do all the things he does. Santa God. <laughs> all right. What time is it? It's time to go home almost, obviously. Thank God. Thank God. Just so much has happened. There's a lot to ramble about. And I didn't really talk about much of this stuff, but we can for a little bit. There's so many things. I don't know where to... <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm just going to pick things at random. Man, that's dark. Some of this stuff is just really dark. Oh yeah, the government's killing people. I mean, I don't, I don't want to have these kind of vibes before I go to sleep. You know, I 
But Okay, I'll save that for the hit. Um I mean we've This is why this is why the community aspect is so important because the sizes of the problems that have been coming our way and are going to continue, they're going to require a, you know, a community size effort to overcome them. And you have to be kind of resolute in this process, hence the name. You can't, uh, you can't waver. You can't flinch and can't back down and can't let the, uh, the pressure get to you and have you knock you off course. Cause that's, it's, that's what it's intended to do. And, um, we got to stick with that because we try to, weather this on our own we're going to be in trouble because this this whole thing is is dangerously coming apart earlier or yesterday this is going on this is related to the the indictments and the uh, something to do with the hunter the biden laptop like there's a lot of uh legal stuff happening in america now where kind of both sides are attacking each other and Regardless, I mean, they're in a civil war, I would say. Just the shooting hasn't started yet, but there's no sign that it's not going to get to that point. Um, they just keep escalating, and the other side, you know, it's it's just going to... It's hard to say how much of it is being controlled and how much of it is being managed and how much of it is just happening on its own. But this is just... I mean, consider this. This is Greg Greenwald reporting... The reason the special counsel gave for why it'd be hard to get a conviction against Biden for the classified documents case. He says they considered that at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. be incapable of committing a crime because quote that requires a a mental state of of willfulness so he's he's just too demented to be held responsible for any crimes and yet he remains the president of the united states that's lovely uh and then kim.com i mean you know let's just check in on america i think it's doing well i don't know who made this video if kim did or, or what but you know he's just an elderly man with a poor memory Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. He's an elderly man. My memory is fine. The president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate. A solid meeting with um, with uh, the uh, Mitterrand from Germany. I mean, from France, looked at me and said, uh, said. Elderly man with a poor memory. I said I'm going to be a president for everybody, whether you live in a red state or a green state. I, uh, um, anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to. Making Roe v. Word. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you, uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Oh, Putin's <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's my favorite one. I think of a. I think that's my favorite Biden clip of all time. Where he just totally aborts. He just dig, gives up. He just gives up. He knows he's completely gone off the rails. He has no idea what he's talking about anymore. He just totally bails out. On <laughs> national television. The best way to get something done, if you. If it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, 
Anyway. <laughs> oh, Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, uh, yeah. $159,000 billion less. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in a foot. What am I doing here? One, two. A well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. The, um... <laughs> the president of the United States of America, everybody. He thought George Bush was bad. Remember when George Bush was president and everyone thought it can't get worse than this. I genuinely believed that at the time. It's like, there's no way this is the pre. There's never going to be a president worse than this guy. There's never going to be a president worse. Little did he know there would be many worse presidents than George W. Bush. Many, many more. Oh, man. What a disaster. Like, this is this is the president. And, like, so what does that say about the, the office of the president of the United States? Does it even matter? Who's in charge over there? It's obviously not him. Like, come on, guys. Be serious. If you're going to be serious at all, anybody that likes to talk shit about it, how... how who is that? That guy's not in charge. So who is? He doesn't know where he is. He, he's talking to dead people. He's mentioning people that have been dead for years. Uh, I was talking talk to him. You won't believe him. Amazing. He came over to my house. He was here. We played Scrabble Jack. What are you talking about, Joe? And, and it came in. There was a... Uh, uh, anyway. I'm an elderly man with a poor memory. You've got advanced dementia. Crazy. And then, uh, now this is just beautiful, too. I mean, we everybody called this a mile away, and everybody was like, oh, no, the new, the Argentinian president, he's so based. He's, oh, yeah. Yeah, and th- so this is normal then, right? This is what he's been up to. This is, here he is, getting sworn into the gang, and he's doing his, his initiation. He lo- Pay attention to how happy he looks, too. He's very, uh, very emotional. He's in tears, weeping. That's normal. Yeah, that's, that's normal behavior. Okay. I mean, somebody added the music, but this is genuinely like... It's like the death of his son is happening or something, the way he's behaving. Or something equally serious. Like his whole family was just killed. That's how he's acting. Oh, he's just tears of joy. He's so happy, is he? That's... That's normal. That's totally... I mean, that's normal. It's normal that all the world leaders have to do that. Right? It, it would be weird if they didn't do that. That would be weird. Right? So tired of people knowing things. And, and, and surprisingly, they actually printed this two years later. Hospital staffing shortages could be due to 
mandates some experts say. You don't say. Christian DeVino of CTV News, Barry. You don't say. Unions representing Ontario hospital workers continue to label the province's staffing crisis at its breaking point. Some experts say continued mandates may inadvertently contribute to it. Oh, really? Have you considered that they may be advertently contributing to it? <laughs> Is that a word? I don't I don't know. I just I'm just guessing. Who is this dumb? These are these were always suicidally stupid policies. The idea that just now people are asking, wait a minute, was this not a good idea? Are we inadvertently hurting ourselves? Yeah, when you have a, a massive workload expected to come into your healthcare system and then you fire a pile of your healthcare system because they're not communists, that's, uh, uh, I mean, you can't replace that labor force and that's going to strain your, your healthcare system and the, and the system will fail. You know, there'll be st- pressure points and the stress load will be too much on these choke points where you don't have the staff to mitigate the the workload and the workload's going to pile up and it's going to bring the the system into a crisis mode where it's going to risk total collapse because the people that you do have, the workers you do have at these choke points and pressure points keeping the system going are being overloaded by the continual pressure pouring down on them. They're expected to work more hours, longer shifts, more and more and more often to cover for each other who are people are burning out and quitting or, or on the ones that were already fired. So the job only gets more difficult, not easier. And these people are only human beings. So inevitably, as a matter of time, they will crack and snap and they'll all eventually have to go on sick leave or not be able to work or they'll quit or, they'll, or they'll go insane or whatever. And then the healthcare system is all over. That's all you did. That's all. So, you know, tiny mistake. Anybody, I mean, anybody could have made that mistake, right? To, to fatally cripple your health uh, care force. Anybody could have done that. Nobody could have predicted this except me and all of, you know, you guys and, you know, everyone with a brain. No one could have predicted it except most people. Crazy. Oh, well, let's give them more money. Let's give Janice a city. They need more money. Conservatives are all mad about it. Like, like it's different. It doesn't matter. They all do it. Parliament spent $600,000 on luxury hotel rooms it never even used. So just gratuitous spending. Just over-the-top, wildly reckless, like, just who cares, drunk child with her daddy's credit card level of spending. Cool. Nearly half of the listed delegates for a conference of European parliamentarians it hosted didn't show up or chose less expensive hotels. Half of them didn't show up. Wow. No one respects Canada anymore. That's why the money went to waste because they rented all these rooms expecting all these people and none of them showed up. Because Canada is a fucking joke country and everyone knows it. As I said earlier, that must be the strategy. We're just playing possum. We're just going to be known around the world as the biggest joke, handicapped, you know, infant, autistic, retard child there is on planet Earth and hope that everyone leaves us alone. 
I guess that's the strategy. I mean, you're getting your wish. They're not showing up to any of your conferences that we're paying for. You're putting on these conferences. We're paying hundreds, millions of dollars and nobody shows up to them. That's the real story, actually. Why are you trying to say, oh, the libs, conservatives call it a waste of money. Uh, that's not, no, you missed the point, egg, egghead. The point is we have no respect in the world. If Canada throws a conference somewhere for fucking anything, you would think everybody would show up. No, not anymore. Nobody shows up anymore. This place is a joke. It's a laughingstock. There was a time when that wasn't the case, but it certainly is now. Nobody cares what we have to think because no one respects what we think because look at this place. Do you? Would you? I mean, for God's sakes, I saw this over the last couple of weeks. Indian origin trucker. This is in the Indian news, by the way, not the Canadian news. In the Indian news, uh, a man was arrested, an Indian man, Kamal Preet Sidhu, 400 kilograms of meth. The market value is pegged at $51 million, said to be the largest narcotics haul in the history of the prairies. So how brazen is it? Like, we'll just, we're so confident. Again, here's the story to, to me, in my head, that criminal en- entities are so confident in their ability to get around Canadian uh, border detection services, drugs, all of this, that they're willing to risk shipping single shipments of $51 million in one go. The uh, Like the odds are good, good enough to risk this. Like uh, drugs at this level are not managed by idiots. Like these are basically corporation CEO type mindset people. Like this isn't just done on a whim. They would have calculated the odds and were like, this is the cheap, this is the most effective and efficient way. So there's, there's trucks of 51 million and, uh, in narcotics, just how many of these are coming across the border every day, do you think? This is one that they found, is what I'm saying. That's some that's some serious heat you're hauling there. Who are you driving that truck for? Kamal Preet? Expected to appear in Manitoba law courts on February 1st. Oh, how'd that go? Says he's from Winnipeg. Eh, I doubt it. Charges for the import and possession of methamphetamine. Oh, 51 million in meth. That's a tight order. Who do you think paid for that? Whose meth just got seized? That's a lot of meth. That's expensive. Man, this country is like is just insane. And and what do they care about? Let's let's check in on uh orange paint guy paint smelling guy. That, I think that's what they do. You pick you, this is how it works in Canada. You you pick one of the main the parties whatever color they are, and then you go get that paint color and you just drink that paint until you feel like you're ready to be in Parliament and the results speak for themselves. The Liberal Member of Parliament for Davenport claims that there is no housing crisis in Toronto. The rest of the Liberal MPs for Toronto would rather fight the city of Toronto than actually deal with the crisis of housing. Here's what frontline workers are saying. Quote, on the ground, we've seen a man recently arrived from Africa die in an encampment while trying to stay warm Uh, sir uh, i don't mean to i mean i gotta ask the obvious question here why is there a man from africa on on the on our streets 
because we're very far away from Africa. And you specifically mentioned he's from there. So he's not one of ours. He's just some guy from Africa. And he's our problem. Why? Why do you think he's your problem? Because for a minute there, I thought maybe you were going to talk about all the, the, the Canadian homeless, which are everywhere all over the country. And you took the opportunity to mention a guy from Africa who's not even, he's not even from here and shouldn't be here at all. Like, what are you even doing? This is what they do. He pl- plays politics with people's lives. They don't care. He doesn't care about any of these people. They don't care about migrants or any of this shit. They just know that plays better. This is going to sound better with the media, and it's going to create more pressure for his team. He doesn't give a shit. None of them do. They never have. They're the most full of shit people that have ever lived. If he thought there would be more sympathy and more you know, points in it to name a different group, or a di- then he would. There's not an original thought that comes out of these people's heads ever. It's just, it's just a, like an empty jar. Mind like a balloon. <laughs> so will the prime minister listen to his out-of-touch liberal MPs or to frontline workers trying to save people's lives? Yes, the, 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 the homeless migrants that shouldn't be here and there's no housing crisis. Like it's all, they're all just dancing around the obvious. No, we've got, we've got lots of space. We don't have enough people. We need more people to fill the space. Mr. Speaker, they're dying in the streets. Don't ever address the elephant in the room. We don't want to see that. We just want to see more things like the TTC. Our journalism industry is... And this is this is funny, too. All the journalists are getting fired, so I'll, I'm going to go through this quickly, and then we'll get out of here. I, again, predicted this, too. AI is going to eat up your jobs. You guys don't do anything that AI couldn't do immediately. There's no authentic there's no humanity in what you do these these mainstream journalists there's no um there's no soul in it it's all very formulaic and corporate it's all very streamlined and there's no humanity in it it's as good as a program like a computer program do you see what i'm saying so this is going to be very, and it already is. Did you know like the Google News and MSN News and all these stuff that a lot of people actually read on their computers? These are written by AI. They're just, it's all these, all these hack journalists that thought they were doing a good job. Doing daddy's pet. Oh, did you do what you were told? You're, you, you don't need it. You're going to be washed out. You're going to have nothing. You're going to have no future. They don't need you. There's no market for you. Nobody's watching you and listening to you anymore. So the money's gone. It dries up. It's going away. Maybe you should have did a better job. Maybe if you provided any value, uh, people didn't have an extreme distrust of the news and the media. You guys basically destroyed society. You know that? Having access to accurate information so people can have an agreed-upon worldview about what to do and so on is critical and to the and for this to function healthily. Healthily? In a healthy manner, 
And because these people want to play politics and, and get hurt fee-fees and all this kind of stuff and participate in this nonsense, now we've got an incredibly skewed view of the world for all kinds of different people. Conflict is inevitable because these losers were too weak to just tell the truth and just ask questions and speak truth to power. They abdicated their responsibility as truth-tellers and news-tellers to play for a team. And the result is, well, guess what? Society is going to tear itself apart now, and it's primarily, largely the fault of these people because if they had just told the truth, none of this would have flown. The politicians could have had their plans. They could have said they wanted to do all these kinds of things. But if these people had done their jobs instead of just swallowing everything and turning around and telling people what to do instead of telling them what was happening, we never would have been here in this mess. But we are now, and you're the variable. The journalists, you're the variable. You're the key that opens the lock. And if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be here. So if you think I'm going to have any sympathy for you boot-licking prostitutes, you parasites, sites that you feasted that's what you made your bones on you all thought you had good good little cushy careers the last three four years didn't you just doing what daddy told you to do but now it's all over isn't it our journalism industry is basically in a free fall today the los angeles times laid off 115 employees they wiped out their entire dc bureau in an election year they laid bye. off pretty much all of their sports teams they bye killed bye. their entire tech and business section they laid off breaking news writers social media editors the list goes on but what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media yeah. industry. In fact, tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. Major That'll never happen, bro! Completely shuttered their news operations. That'll Time Magazine happen, also just laid off bro. a ton of people. And, oh, Sports Illustrated basically shut down last week. Pretty basically. much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And it's Aww. not just digital media sites. Local news has been obliterated. The newspaper industry is cratering. Radio Good. is essentially dead, aside from NPR, which has been gutted. Meanwhile, hundreds of workers at Condé Nast, the parent company of pretty much every major magazine from GQ to Vogue to The New Yorker to Vanity Fair, are on strike because they're also facing impending layoffs. Even mainstream national media outlets owned by billionaires like The Washington Post, where I work, and The Atlantic, where I used to work, have done layoffs. If you're a young journalist today, there's almost no on-ramp to traditional journalism. Even if you do get a job, journalists' salaries have been stagnant and even declined. And by the way, we don't make that much to begin with. I don't think people understand how bad the world would be without journalists. <laughs> Try to find this clip that Ferry made. I don't think I can find it now. The future is now, old man. <laughs> it sums it up nice. Who has that? I know I saw it somewhere. I'm not going to search for too long because, you know, the longer you look, the more the expectation is for it to be funny, and then it's not as funny. As you, and it just it just it creates a cycle of bitterness, you know, that we don't need. <laughs> Where's the money? Is a popular meme. Where's the money, man? Where's the money, man? Where's the coots money at, man? Where'd you put with the money, man? Where's my money, man? And so on. I can't find the I can't find the video, but it's around. Um, Hailbilly says, "Who doesn't want vibes of a million bigot babies?" I mean, it just seems like a lot. He says, "Why do the whining junks complaining have the eye span of a Holstein?" What? What are you saying, sir? I don't know. We're gonna check, make sure I catch up. 
I didn't miss any of these. I try not to. Sometimes it does happen. Uh, <laughs> on the libs, bro. I don't think so. I don't think that needs to happen. I'm just going to own the lib. They're owning themselves. They're getting quite owned uh, quite badly. So the journalists are, they're, <laughs> you guys, uh, I saw Warren Kinsella was complaining about it. Good. You guys are trash. You were never needed. And now the internet has made you irrelevant. And because you don't have any talent or value, you can't provide anybody with anything that they want. So there's no point. There's no point to you anymore. Remember when they were all saying, learn to code, bro? When NAFTA and all of these globalist trade deals gutted out the industrial hardened sector of America and Canada to a large extent, shipped all their jobs away to Mexico and China and all that. And the fallout from this, it made it harder and harder for Americans to get blue collar work, good paying jobs with dignity, with pensions, good money. You know, it all got it all got taken away and all got shifted away. And the job market became tighter and tighter, more and more competitive and harder to find. And these journalists, you know what they said? <laughs> learn, learn to code, bro. Like, just go learn to code. Who cares if your family farm of generations is being squashed out by government expansion? Who cares if the fucking industry you've relied upon your entire life in that town is going under because of government mismanagement? Learn to learn to code, bro. Go learn to code. Well, now, now you're not needed anymore, and you're going to have to learn a new skill. I have some suggestions. You could... Uh, you could learn to infantry. Uh, there's a war coming. I mean, World War Three is right around the corner, and you guys are patriots. You've made that very clear. You care about the country more than anyone. I mean, you had to bash the fash and all of that crazy nonsense. You had to, you know, get in there and be warriors for social change and just. Well, now, I, I mean, it's World War Three. I mean, that's way more serious. So you're gonna you're gonna have to get in there. I think you're gonna have to learn to infantry, bro. I think you're gonna need to learn to rucksack, bro. Me? Oh, no. See, I'm retired. I'm medically retired. Yeah, I'm all done. No. No, I'm deaf in one ear. I've got arthritis. I No, no. No, see, I can't get... I can't... Uh, I wouldn't work anymore. You, though. I mean, you're on the other hand. I don't know. I mean, you can be in the Canadian Forces up until the age of 64, I think, now. So, you know. Time to put your money where your mouth is, I think. I mean, we'll just, we'll start. Well, I mean, good thing the social media is forever and we can just control F search. Everybody that had a Ukraine flag bio, you know, and the little emoji and and their bio in in Twitter and so on, Facebook and everything. And we'll start conscripting with them. Obviously they care about the cause so much. They want a virtue signal for war and dead people and the advancement of destruction of human life. And they want to chime in and participate. They've made that clear. So we'll start with recruiting those people. You got a Slava. Got a Slava. Oh, and also, we're going to grab all the people that were totally fine with all of the destruction happening to the Palestinians, the genocide that's going. You know, we got to stand with Israel and all that kind of stuff. Well, now, guess what? Now you can stand with them even harder by joining the military and going to this war. So there you go. There's a whole other pool of people we can just go back, go back through their uh, social media history, start conscripting them at gunpoint, obviously. Conscript, or, or jail, you know, or jail. They volunteered already. They've made it clear that this is what's important to them and this, these are things that they are passionate about. So as the thought leaders of our community and as the people most adamant that we participate in these violent adventures, I think that it's only fair, it's only right that they should go at the front of the line. 
What could possibly, possibly go wrong with that? going to take a minute and counter victories the last couple of years. Fuck, I'm losing track. How many did the other guys get? That's a tasty milkshake. I told you I would eat you. I told you I would eat you up. Good to have you back, big fella. We've all, we've all got more to do together yet. You made us burn the boats, so you want to get nuts? We're going to get nuts. Appreciate you. Thanks for sticking with us, and thanks for all the support through uh, the court nonsense shenanigans. As always, years of the nonsense, the gaslighting, the bullshit. You are always on the right team. Row that boat, baby! We don't even know how to lose. We don't even know how. RagingDissident.com for all of my social media links, Substack, Telegram, and the Griff.shop. Go there, don't go there, I don't care. Nobody cares. Not really. That's it, that's all. I'm going to bed. Have a great weekend. Take care of each other and uh, don't 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 let Philip talk to your lawyers or any don't give him access to certain people it's just not tell him just tell him you'll do it until he gets distracted and leaves and then just don't do that thing i can only want i'm legally obligated to warn you that's all six seven see you on the beach
sistema de justicia criminal, las ofensas de origen sexual se consideran especialmente perversas. Los detenciones. Philip, what the fuck is this? No, no. I mean, it's a version of justice. You're not a lawyer. This is like Judge Dredd. What do you mean you're you're cleaning up Mexico? I mean, I guess. This is law. This is your version of law. Okay, he's dual. He's dual wielding compact mini submachine guns. So I guess he wants to look cool while he does this. Now, no, you're acting like this is some kind of righteous thing. They just owed you money, didn't they? Yeah, they just owed you money. <laughs> 